yo, what up, what up? Welcome back to the Talk of My Shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny. Got a very special guest in the building, the homie Manny Rodriguez. What up? What's up, man? Thank you for having me. It's oh, a God. pleasure, man. The first Afro-Latino on the podcast. He <laughs> <laughs> said I got the credentials, so I can I'm... say nigga right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my nigga pass right here. <laughs> yeah, I'll, let, I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> Can I rent it from you, bro? <laughs> nah, bro. You know this, this. That'd be cool if they somebody sold that shit like as a package. You know, like the black community put a package together. You know, like Apple Music. It just comes directly out of your account. They're like, you get fifty niggas this month, <laughs> and you just, <laughs> just would, auto deduct from your account. Yeah, I'm gonna start selling those the vaccination cards and all that, bro. Oh god, <laughs> what bro. You like, mean, I got fake, you. Let me holla at me. I got. <laughs> Fake vax cards, let me know, dog. I've been making them bitches out of construction paper, nigga. Just the paper cut, mache. Get every, get everybody, get everybody Pfizer vaccines, bro. Get everybody. <laughs> God damn, nigga. That's how you know it's gonna be a good episode though, when I burp. Uh, no, anyway. Throwback so, days. what happened? Throwback days. Throwback days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, uh, real quick, uh, for the people that don't know, Manny Rodriguez. He's a friend of mine. Uh, we'll talk about how we met, but he's actually my season finale. To the spooky Halloween stories. He told me he came in here. He got raped by a ghost. So. <laughs> hey, bro. Chill. <laughs> I'm supposed to tell the story. <laughs> we'll talk about it eventually. But no, I'm just kidding. But we're going we're gonna to get, get right into that. We'll talk about all of that shit. But just for the quick backstory on how we met, um, we were both pretty fucking lit. Dude, you know, you met me at my worst, bro. Be- <laughs> because you met me the that there was one week in specific I don't know if you backtracked on the podcast after you started listening to it, but there was a specific, that specific week on the podcast, I had talked about how one of my homies cut my hair, uh, and, and at that time, he had made my beard super, <laughs> super thin, bro. Oh, so I had like a thin-ass beard, up. I had a thin-ass beard, and you could just see my fat-ass fucking chin. I looked like a fucking pedophile, dog. said no beard, all neck. No, no, <laughs> no beard, all chin, oh, all chin and neck, bro. Yeah, that's fucked up. It was fucked up, dog, but... We were at uh we were at the Aurora Tap House. Shout out to the Aurora Tap oh, House. Yeah. And uh, you know, me and my homie Jamie were there, you and your brother were there. Mm-hmm. We we ended up getting some drinks in. Next thing you know, you start talking shit about <laughs> me. You start baking my ass. So we start baking back and we just had a fun night, bro. And I told you I was like, I'm a comedian and I got a podcast, which by the way, if you've met me and you don't know that I have that, I'm one hundred percent gonna tell you I have that. <laughs> Every time I'm gonna promote until I die, (laughs) bro. Nobody in this world owes you shit, but also nobody in this world can stop you from promoting yourself. So if you got a business and you only get two likes, give up. You suck. suck. That's a sign. Give it up. It's (laughs) done. But like, I'm just saying, promote, promote. Yeah, nobody gonna get mad at you for promoting yourself. You never know who your next client or audience member or fan's gonna be. You know, the homie he fuck with me heavy now, so I, I appreciate that interaction, man. I appreciate you fucking with me. Yeah, man. no problem. Yeah, once again, like thank you for having me. But yeah, that night was crazy because we were talking about it before we started recording. I have no idea how we ended up in that situation. <laughs> I just remember blacking in. <laughs> and Black. we was we was baking each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was That's kind of how it went, bro. We were. We, I don't. I don't remember what I was doing earlier before that happened, but I was with Jamie, 
And, and yeah, I think I think I came out the bathroom. I went to the bathroom to do a little bit of cocaine. And when I came back, I seen Jamie talking to the group of friends that you were with. Yeah. And I kind of just, well, I was like, well, I'm going to go next to my nigga. I was like, they better not be trying to jump him. <laughs> so I went next to him, you know, and then you guys were all just having fun, talking shit. So eventually, you started cracking jokes about me, bro, like like fat jokes. And I was, <laughs> yeah, I was like. I remember I was fat jokes. I was talking about you couldn't see and shit. Yeah, bro. I'm, yeah, you talking about my eyes and shit. I had my brother there. He was like, yeah, he got him. Man. Yeah. I was like, it's over. Yeah, your he brother said, was said, fucking cheering you yeah, on. Yeah, like, nigga. you the comedian. Here was, I go. You was just fucking fueling me, <laughs> I bro. was going crazy. The whole time, I had to fucking hamehameha yeah, your bro, ass, he nigga. went Mortal Kombat me. Finished him, bro. <laughs> It was, it was like, I had a good 20 seconds, and it was you it. You had a good run, but I had to let him know what it was, <laughs> It was bro. it, bro. Now, <laughs> so we ended, like, we ended up literally baking each other. The art of roasting. Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful. Comedy is, it brings everybody together. As long as you can take a joke. Because, you know, sometimes you go to a bar, and you crack a joke on somebody, and niggas be like, oh, nigga, what the fuck? You yeah, want to go outside? Like, what are we talking shit? We having <laughs> fun. Having fun, all of a sudden, it right. got personal. Exactly. Boy, but, if you don't. But you were one of the very few people that like you could take a joke and it was it was it was a fun time, bro. So I told you about the podcast and then we followed each other on Twitter on the spot. I was yep. like, "Fuck, I'm gonna follow that nigga as soon as I can." Come. <laughs> as soon as I get home, he said, as soon as he leave, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow his ass. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, but now, nah, man, we, we we kept we kept in touch. We kept we kept chopping it up. You recently came to my comedy shrine show uh, when I had the headline the weekend there, so I appreciate it and thank you, man. And then you. Uh, of course, you you sometimes check in during the week when you you know it's a podcast. You let oh, me know. for sure, yeah, I'm locked and, in every so, week. Yeah, so yeah. I, I appreciate that shit, man. And then recently, you know, as I started doing this, uh, you know, the scary month type shit, I I ended up reaching out to people, and you reached out to me, yeah, yeah. gave me a list of stories. So we'll eventually get into that. But before we get into that, I want to talk about a few different things that happened this week, just because I feel like um, there's been a whole bunch of shit that's been happening. So number one, Brian Laundry. This motherfucker, bro. Yeah, bro. So I remember, I remember, I didn't even know this was a thing. Like for me, everything came so fucking fast because I didn't know who this was, the, the Gabby girl. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even know that the whole country was looking for her until the day they found her. That Sunday, it was a Sunday about three weeks ago. That Sunday, my sister was here and we had smoked. We, we had a little session and, uh, and she told me, she was like, have you heard about that girl, Gabby, who's missing? And I thought it was some bitch from the he West said, Side. He said, Gabby. I was like, some bitch from Aurora. I was like, who, Gabby Gaither? Like, who the fuck, who, who the fuck is missing, right? So, They'll find her. Like, yeah, I, I go. I, my, my, my first instinct was I went on the APD page uh, trying to find, like, sometimes APD. And you was going to find her? Yeah. <laughs> he said, hold on. I got this. Right. I was like, give me the clues. I'll be right back with this bitch. He said, they nah, got me Steve. I'm going to find her. I'll just put some fucking Starbucks by Ochre somewhere. Yeah. Hope she come by. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, uh, but but she ends up. Uh, so anyway, my sister tells me about this bitch or whatever. I end up, we end up like putting up all the like news uh, videos and everything, and we realize like, oh shit, like it's for I realize like, oh this is some, <laughs> this is a huge case. Like everybody, yeah, it was for real. It everybody's was for real. looking like for national this bitch. news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and then I re- like I was, I mean, it took me a minute to figure out what the fuck was going on with the boyfriend because I was like, the boyfriend's back, he's got oh, the van. This like, yeah, but but he was still, like, there's video of him, like, going in and out the house, yeah. not talking to the feds. And, like, right away, I'm like, it was this motherfucker. That's a rap. It's a rap, bro. It, it, it's a given. It's a rap. If so. it would have been a black dude or an Afro-Latino like yourself. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Selling nigga cars. <laughs> or some woman like me, anybody else, <laughs> they would have scooped him up same That's day. It, yeah. Handcuffs. You going to jail, we got to talk to you. For some fucking reason, the feds couldn't pick this nigga up. Bro, it, it's Could, a 
Right, it's, it's crooked. All, it's crooked all the way white around, people, bro. White people always talk about what well, white privilege. <laughs> there this, it is. Nigga. There it goes. This right here. They go one of my n words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's five dollars, bro. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this guy right here is the guy, bro. And, and, and the feds talking about, oh, we uh-huh. can't. Yeah, we well, don't have enough we, evidence. Uh, like, bro. Hey, boy, if you don't get your ass in right. the house and snatch him up right, right, right now, right. goddamn. You don't kick his fucking door in and beat the fuck out of him a little <laughs> bit. Fuck, fuck yeah. is you talking about, man? That shit, it blows my mind because I listen to other podcasts and, ooh, sorry. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. But I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. So right before they found her body, I was I, I heard about it on TV. So I, I was like, let me check the true po- crime podcast. And I listened to one. And they said that her parents were texting her for like a week and she wasn't hitting them back. And they're like, something's wrong. And from what I gathered, I don't know how much you know, the Gabby girl lives with Buddy at his parents' house in Florida. Yeah, east side shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real east side shit. But the Gabby's girl, her parents are split up, but her dad lives in Florida. So her dad was like, fuck it, I'm going to just go over there and find my daughter. So he goes over to the house and Buddy's been home for a week. And his parents know that by himself. So you, you knew for a week that your your boy's back and his girlfriend just MIA and her parents been hitting you up and they're just ghosting the other parents. Like, dude, just bullshit, bro. I'm like, what else do you need to know? Like, it was like so much time was wasted. So much. Being white. <laughs> like Dancing nigga, around like, the white people. Like, nigga, my dad would have kicked that fucking door and like, where the, the fuck, fuck is she at? They, where like, the fuck? Knock, knock. My daughter's not here. Okay, you're not going to let me in. I'm just going to leave. Like, that, bro, see, what the, the fuck? That's the thing about dating a bitch-ass nigga, bro. It be them niggas, <laughs> it be them niggas that beat they girls and yeah. shit, that be, be acting all tough and, and shit. But the whole time... And they, they want to hide. Yeah, he want to go and hide and shit, nigga. Behind his parents, too. Like, Behind oh, the parents? Like, I slapped the shit out of his parents, too. What right, the fuck? Nigga, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Fuck the parents. And then they didn't They didn't talk. The cops came and they weren't cooperating. That's what, hey, what no the key. fuck? I salute that, though. <laughs> I salute that. That Some of you niggas from time need to take notes. Don't say shit. You see how hard of a time the feds are having when nobody say shit? Oh, this nigga's still out there. Well, not the more. Not the more. This nigga was out there for a minute. Because his parents wouldn't fold. It'd be them niggas that be snitching, though. That's why the feds be closing cases so fast, nigga. How, how do you feel about that, though? Say your your son's living with you, right? We was about to get into it. All right, get into it. You go ahead. Go ahead. It's your show. You get into it. No, go ahead. Ask me the question. Ask me, ask me the question. So say, I, I'm just trying to think. If I have this dumbass son, right? Yeah. <laughs> he want to kill his girlfriend. Then come to my house, and I'm supposed to lie for him? I'm like, yeah, boy, yeah, yeah, I'll lie for you, nigga. <laughs> okay, look, that, that's, see, that's I don't know, that, like I, that's a dilemma that I had. It's too. a hard dilemma because I know, like, the way we grew up, like, you're not snitching, like, exactly. But that's that's usually for some shit you're involved in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that you earn the right to not snitch because you're like, no, 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 those are my. But for you to come home on some stupid ass shit because you got in a fight and so you choked her out, like, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't like, think, especially when it's like national news, FBI and shit. I don't know if I'm going out for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think, know. I think what happened is this dude's like a fucking super mama's boy. Like they raised this kid. I think that's Big old the titty girl baby. lived. The girl lived with them yeah, because yeah. he was probably like, I'm not gonna move out. Like my mom's right here. My mom's like tit-fits why would right I move here. out? So girl ended up moving in. But uh, like this motherfucker really went out, killed Shorty, came back. <laughs> To told mom's the house. parents. To, yeah, told him. He yeah. had to tell him. Okay, bro. look, bro. I'm. A, I'm... All right. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely told right, mom. Look, bro. Look, bro. Okay. I'm, I, and this is a question that I've been kind of like 
I, even when I was putting on the talk of my shit of podcast Instagram stories, I was talking about this. Okay, like, because a lot of people, like, especially people with kids, like, I know a lot of bitches we went to school with are on their third or fourth now. But, three, four, five. But these, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying, like, the girls that I know, you know, the good mothers that I know, will do anything for their kids. Anything, right? I think that's a disconnect. Like, I don't have kids, so... That, that, exactly. So I haven't been in that situation. For the people that... I, I feel like it's easy for a person with no kids to say, why didn't the parents yeah. turn them in? Yeah. The parents should have said something. The parents are just as guilty. Because, like, if you're in their position and that is your blood, yeah. your kid who you birthed and <laughs> lived with you until this fucking moment, yeah. you know, like... What would you do? What would yeah, you do? Yeah, you that, know, it's like... Okay, for me, the answer would be like, you know what? If that nigga came home and told me he killed her, like, I'll be. I honestly think what I would say is, get your shit and get the fuck, fuck out of here. So that's that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. But to be like, all right, bro, we got this. Go hide somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would be able to do that, bro. Just because it's like, bro, like I, I don't know. I have too much sympathy. So I think my moral dilemma is on the flip side is, I already know what it's like to have a child. To know that somebody else who has the same love for their child, their child missing and dead somewhere, just thrown away in the desert, I'll be like, bro, if that was my son who just came home, I, that would fuck me up too. Like, I would want to know where he's at. Yeah, See yeah. See what I'm saying? So that's the other thing. It's like, that's fucked up. Yeah, because that's what because one of one of the things that I a video that I watched was saying that, uh, yeah. She, so the mom was texting the dude. So the mom of Gabby was texting the mom of Brian. Yeah, she was texting the parents. Like, like where's hey, my what's like? Going what's going and they on? were texting yeah. back, being responsive. Oh, they were. Okay. Yeah, they were texting back. Okay. It was not until the day that the mom said, I'm going to report her missing when she got ghosted by the parents. Oh, shit. I didn't know that because for when I heard that podcast, excuse me, they were hitting, her, hitting up the other parents and they were just ghosting them. They were like, usually she checks in every day and she ain't been checked in, in like two or three days and we're trying to hit her up. We're not getting shit. Like, what's going on? And they were just ghosting her. Yeah, it was after they told her that we're going to report her missing if you don't they like... Said, That's what they were like, <laughs> and the hoop. <laughs> hey, they said, they got shit to do with me. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, go do what you got to do, nigga. It's not like a you problem. Yeah, oh God, bro. That's my kid ain't missing. Nah, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> hey, actually, he right here. <laughs> That's Dude, fucked up. Yeah, but I think... Okay, the, the right answer, though, I guess, the right answer is... You obviously have to turn your kid in, man. If they killed and slaughtered a poor girl, left her for dead in the desert somewhere, and you you know what it, it's like to have a son or, or, or yeah. a, a blood, your kid. Yeah. So you know, like, I never, never even thought yeah. about it that way. You already know what the other family's it's fucking feeling. feeling. Yeah. And it broke my heart when I heard about the dad, the Gabby's dad, that he said that, um, so they found her on Sunday, but that Friday he had posted an Instagram, or not posted an Instagram post, but... Yeah, it was, it was. He had said that that whole week, he had been, like, just getting fucked up off whiskey, and that Damn. on Friday, on Friday, it was a rainy day, and he, he just was out outside, like, getting rained on, getting fucked up, and he was ready to give up, but he was like, fuck that, like, he was like, I was ready to give up, he put that on Instagram, he was like, I was ready to give up, but I need to find my daughter, Yeah, and I'm determined, I'm gonna bring you home. And then that Sunday is when they found the body. So I was like, damn, that's fucking heartbreaking. That's heavy, bro. It is. It but, is. It really is heavy, man. It's fucked up. Well, that's that's and, crazy, And it's man. just like... Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, just knowing that, like, me as a parent of that Brian bitch-ass laundry dude. Yeah. That is if I would, if I knew he was missing, like, I wouldn't be like, 
I would hope they weren't hiding. Gabby, if she killed him, you know what I'm saying, on, on reverse side. But to me, for the parents, it's like, what's your end game? Because this is national news. You got FBI. You got Dog the Body Hunter looking dog for his body <laughs> hunter, yeah. Bro, you got Dog the Body Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Shit that got real. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. fucked up. But, like, you think some two regular-ass white people are really going to hide their kid from the FBI? Like, yeah. At the end of the day, like, so what happens now? Now they know he's dead, obviously. You obviously conspired with them. You're the ones that are alive. Now you... They sh- they got to go to jail, right? Isn't that cons- cons- like conspiring or to uh, a the, the, conspiracy? I mean, it, like, you know what I'm saying? It, like, it, you're, you're 100% <laughs> right. It almost... But seemed, for what? It, it seemed crystal clear. That's what I'm saying. It seems crystal clear from the outside looking in. Like, well, they obviously helped them. They got to do some type of jail time or some type of, uh, of legal, you know, repercussions. But in reality is, what can the feds prove that they did? Because if they can't prove shit... They're not gonna do no jail time, That's no true. no interviews. Like if they found this fool's body for real, it's a wrap. It's, yeah, it's, it's a true. wrap, right? The, the I, whole investigation. It's just is a the, wrap. the weird. I don't know what they can because, like, I I mean, like I said, it's a true true crime podcast. So you have to have like hard physical. Without a doubt, evidence. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and that's why they have the tears. Of and murders. I don't know if them ghosting the other parents counts for anything, or them not cooperating, or them knowing he was there for a week when she never returned with him. Yeah, that you got. That's knowing something. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you could break them down real quick. Yeah, but I mean, if they're if they're not folding, bro, like if, especially if he's really dead now. Yeah. And they didn't fold while he was alive. They have no reason to fold <laughs> now. Yeah. Because now Brian's not gonna be like. Well, my parents okay, told me. Yeah, they knew. No, now it's now it's just now they're up for themselves. Now they just got to say, you the, know what? The weird thing is, they weren't cooperating, and then they cooperated to lead him right to where he was. It just so happened when they first went there, it was underwater where they found him. Now, so it was like he had to make a game plan. Like, bro, there's nowhere else we can. There's nowhere else we can go with this. I can't. I'm a normal white dude. I can't run around forever. I'm not fucking James Bond. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have different aliases. Like, I can't just do whatever the fuck I want. He's obviously gonna next himself, or else he's gonna go to jail, get booty piped the rest of his life. Booty, booty <laughs> that's, that's not gonna happen. It, that, if like, that was gonna happen, he wouldn't have done this goose chase. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and, th- and that's the thing. Like he was such a bitch, bro. Like such a bitch. So, like bro, like if you gonna kill somebody, like you gotta man up, eat that time, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. So you doing all this hiding? Obviously, it's either go to jail or next yourself, which he planned to do, and they let him right to him. So, bro, th- how does that not signify? Or like you, they knew, bro. So yeah, that, that, that that's where the that's, that, a, that, that's where the blurry line is. Like what what did they know? What didn't they know? How magically they went there? What I have heard is that some people say that uh, his parents told the feds that he would be there, but they couldn't go because the park was closed because it was underwater. It was underwater, yeah. So when there was the first day that they can actually go because it was reopened is when they found them right away. Mm. So that kind of makes a little bit more sense. Like, yeah. oh, he so, did, yeah. the feds knew that he might have been there, and now yeah, they yeah. just found the body. They had to wait. But, 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 but again, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Why the fuck did he do the most, though? Like, why did he just put a bullet in his head? Wrap that shit up. Why ain't got niggas looking? Oh, like, hey, bro, I'm going to tell you. Why like, do white people do what white people do? <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a white shit. I'm going to have a white answer for that, though. <laughs> Why? Because are we wasting? <laughs> because taxpayer dollars looking for this white motherfucker. I know seven niggas that look like him, bro. We could have locked one of them niggas up. Yeah, just take him, bro. Right. Jerry, hey, just get Jerry. Yeah. But anyway, man. So they found they finally found Brian Laundry's body. Some people are not believing it. Well, I don't give a shit. Like at this point, I got way too much other shit going on to be worried if it's him, if it's not him. If he's right. dead, great. If he's not, 
Fuck him everywhere. Well, he's got away, nigga. Yeah. Damn, nigga, he did the race and dip. Hey, he better, hey, he better than TK. Yeah, people, people, yeah, he better than TK. He gone, bro. Now, but but, we'll, but I, I'm pretty sure he fucking died. He probably ain't killed. Yeah, that's him. it, bro. He's and a, you know he's what's a so bitch. crazy to me though that that they say <laughs> that the, that the autopsy couldn't determine what was the cause of death, which is crazy to me because I've seen these niggas pull bones from like. A hundred years. 1922. Like, e- e- Egyptian princess and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he was like, yeah, he was, he had a spear thrown through his chest. Like, how the fuck do you know that? And this nigga been dead for a week and y'all can't figure out how he died? Like, it's pretty fucking frustrating in a way, right? Yeah. But, but like, anyway, I think the lesson we should all learn from here is... Stay away from white people. Don't... <laughs> stay away from white people, number one. But also... Don't talk to the feds. Yes, sir. Don't talk. You see, yeah. you see. They had them. They had the yeah. fuck. They, they had was, the niggas scrambling. Yeah, they was like, huh? Yeah, they didn't know what the fuck huh. to do. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, man, moving on. Moving on from the Brian Laundry case. Where where I, got, I see you got the Louisville jersey on. Yes, sir. When we met, you talked about you're from Kentucky or you went to Kentucky. Where where are you? So what? Are, where'd you go to school? So I'm I'm from the East Side Aurora. But East Side Aurora. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> I went to Catholic school my whole life. Okay. Uh, I went to. GC, it's over there off of 5th Street in Tama. Uh-huh. And then I went to Marmion. And then I went to, I went to, when I went to college, I lived in, in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Now, do you think that going to all boys high school, what do you think of the effect? Do you think the effect is good? Like, there's not too many distractions? Yeah. I mean, I mean, nobody wants to go to all boys high school. Right. But, uh, as an adult, though, as an adult, now I'm like, damn, bro, I'm, I'm happy and blessed that my parents made that decision for me. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's good because, like I said, I went to, I went to grade school with, with boys and girls, but going to high school, I didn't have to worry about shit, bro. Like, there was no drama. I didn't think about shit. I just did what I had to do and got out of there. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. It was, man. it was awesome. Like, by the time you're eight, like 18, you're a senior, bro, you just, you just, your teachers know you. I mean, you're a senior too, but we just fucked around, bro. Like, there's motherfuckers in class. I remember this was like my freshman year. Buddy made a mask out of a piece of just regular fucking white line paper. It was just fucking running around the class, bro. And it wasn't. There was no like, oh, kick this kid out of school or nothing like that. It was just like, it's just nothing but young men in here just acting stupid. It's the end of the last period of the day. Like, it was tight. Like, I locked in. I learned a lot. There was no distractions and. Like, small class sizes, too. Like, there's a lot of one-on-one, and there's no, like, I don't know. Because I used to, like, especially growing up in Aurora, and, like, a lot of, like, my family and people that you know, like, they don't get, they didn't have that opportunity to go to Marmion. So, I used to be, like, I'm not trying to tell nobody to go to Marmion, or I went to Marmion. But, like, now, like, it set me up for success, bro. Like, for real. Like, the money you put into it, and the time you put into it, and all the shit you go through, like, I wouldn't have changed anything. You know what, and I give you 100% credit for that because you're 100% right. I um, High school was good. East Aurora High School is a great place. You know, I I, yeah. I loved it. If you want to learn, you're going to learn. But it does come with a lot of drama. High school, is yeah. a, you, it's very easy to get distracted in high school if you're fucking, you know, you, you're worried about who you're dating, yeah. who, you're, who your partner's cheating on you with. You fight <laughs> all the bullshit that comes school. with it. Yeah, it comes with so much other shit that you're almost living in an adult life while going Ooh, to school. school. Yeah. So when you go to Marmy and it kind of it kind of separates you, and it's still school. You know. Yeah. yeah. It was it's really no bullshit, right? Because um, to me, East felt like yes, it was school, 
but for the most part, it was trying to impress bitches. Exactly. You were you had school, but that came after you did what you had to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, at Marmy, it was no time to bullshit, bro. That, and that, that that's good, man. So yeah. I, 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 it makes me happy because my brother actually goes there now. My little brother, and and I, I feel the same way. Like I feel he, like he's headed to the right direction because yeah. he doesn't have time to bullshit <laughs> like I did. I did a lot yeah. of bullshitting. Hey, I'm trying. Hey, Marmy, and you, you have no time to fuck up, bro. It's, yeah. So and, it's uh, it's it's ran by monks. Um, so like your teachers are we call them brothers but the dudes with like the little hoods on and shit but like schools like that you pay so much money to go to like you have to test in to get to those schools so like eighth grade i had to go to this standardized test day with any kid in the city that want to go go there and you have to test in you have to know your shit and then they're like you tested well enough to get in you don't they don't just take anybody but on the flip side if you fuck that shit up they will send you a letter saying you're not coming back bro and can you imagine being like, hey, mom and dad, they told me not to come back. Like, it's, it's a wrap, bro. Fuck that. It's right. a wrap, bro. Especially after all the money they put into it. Like, Yeah. That's good, man. It's, it's good motivation. Like, we've told my brother, like, you didn't get, like, this is an opportunity that's like, uh, you know, a lot of people would dream of, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. now that my parents are, are, you know, I'm out the house, my sister's 21, mm-hmm. so like financially we're okay on our own. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta, I'm not okay, but, 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 like, they're not buying me shoes, yeah, you know exactly, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're like, out of yeah. there. So, so like for them to have the extra funds to be able to pay for my brother's schooling is like great. I'm, and low key, I'm seeing it pay off you know oh, yeah. what i'm saying because i don't know he's he just he's just becoming different and, and it's good to see so i you know sometimes uh, from the outside looking in you're like oh my god these private schools yeah. they're just stealing people's money yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah. shit as yeah. a public school but in realistic like realistically when you look at it it's not it's you're, a lot different you're building somebody's future so the, the thing is like to pay for those schools it's a lot of extra work like i see my mom cry break down i mean she had me and my brother at the same time so it's like and my sister at catholic school for grade school. So it's like, I mean, we were just broke as fuck, but it was like, they could see this end goal that I mean, me at 15, I'm like, this is bogus ass school, bro. Yeah. But they were like, no, bro, I promise you, like, once you get there, you'll be, you'll thank us. And now, like, I remember, like I said, I, I used to be like, fuck, bro. Somebody finds out I went to Marmy and it's, it's game over. I, I did a driver's ed at East over the summer. And when I walked in, I was like, hopefully I can get through these six weeks without anybody knowing I went to Marmy <laughs> bro, as soon as I walk in, the buddy that's te- the instructor, or whatever, Mr. First, Rhodes, uh, is a white dude, well, older white, white dude, Mr. Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was cool, but he busted my balls every day in front of the class. He told everybody, he's like, just so y'all know, we got one kid from Army, and he probably thinks he's better than all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, I sat in the back, I was like, he did not. Just, I was like, who, who the kid from Army? <laughs> right, like, who, who went, went to Army? Let's get his ass. Hey, let's get his ass. We'll beat his ass right now, <laughs> bro. When I tell you, everybody turned and looked at me. I was like. Fuck, <laughs> and bro, he rode me every. He was mad because, and this is some army shit, bro. They would give you a, like you come. It was Monday through Friday, and you would come in and they would give you like five packets of drivers and homework to do, and uh, it was like a packet a day. And then he wouldn't teach at all for the rest of the week. He would just give you these packets, and he for some reason it was supposed to take us a whole week to do these yeah. fucking packets. So everybody knows each other, but I'm the Marmion kid, so I'm just in there busting through my work. And I would be done with those five packets in like 45 minutes. And then I would turn him in, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I did what you asked me to do. He's like, oh, so you, you think you're smarter and better than everybody because you did the work? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am I supposed to do this shit or not? <laughs> like, that sounds like some bro, Yeah, bro. Shit. So every day from Tuesday on, because I was already done, he's like, 
remember, y'all got to finish these packets. He's like, unless you're the Marmion kid, he's better than everybody. He's already done with them. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, how am I the asshole? <laughs> like, right, bro. Dude. Bro, I started selling my packets. Everybody like, what's the answer? My man, take the shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Catch that yeah, yeah, here you go. Bro, he rolled me every day for six weeks. <laughs> Damn, yeah, bro. it was funny, bro. That's funny though. That's funny, man. Now, yeah, that if you're talking about Mr. Rose, he's been yeah, there. Yeah, where he, right, I'm gonna beat his ass. He's <laughs> now he good in the hood, bro. Yeah, he, was, uh, he, was, he was he was cool. He's he was valid, cool. bro. I I remember I remember I remember he was my driver as an instructor because when you go to driver's ed like during school, there's like three instructors. There's like an old white lady, a fat white lady, and then him. <laughs> so they break you off into blocks when you go driving. Okay. Two of them get in cars, and one of them stays teaching. Mm-hmm. So I was always with Man, Mr. Rose. Man, he didn't Rose. teach shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I was, oh, yeah, they pass out packets. But he I was with Mr. Packets, Rose, bro. and uh, we go as a group. So it's three kids and one instructor, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, two of us in the back, one, the student driver in the front, and he and the passenger. Bro, I remember he asked us, like, have any of y'all driven before? And I, you know, Mexican nigga. Hell course, yeah. I, what nigga, you I, I'm with this bitch. <laughs> like, Hell of course yeah. I drive. <laughs> so I was like, I, so we were like, so me and the other two kids were like, yeah, we, we all driven before. Hell yeah. But some niggas was capping. Like niggas, was, <laughs> niggas had not driven. He said, he like, said they he probably parked so the car in the driveway once, but it wasn't no driving. He's on Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah so, I drive. So, so this one girl, bro. So that nigga was like that. He was cut like that, bro. Because I remember we were like in the East High neighborhood. We weren't even out the neighborhood yet. We were like near Ohio oh, Street. Oh, by Gates? No, on the <laughs> other side. Over by Ohio Street. Okay, yeah, yeah, Like Dairy Delight vibes. And, uh, you and, said pull it real quick. I'm going to get some. Bro, okay, <laughs> they, they told her, like, hey, just go straight and like, like take a right up there, bro. So this bitch, bro, she ends up taking a right, nigga. Almost turns the car 360, bro. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Cut this We're shit. like, what the fuck? This nigga slams the brake. Oh, because he, he can do it inside, got, right? He got yeah. his own brake. He slams the brake. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no, dead ass. He said that to me. 100. I swear to God. Bitch. The girl looks at him like, I'm so sorry. He, this, bro, this nigga don't even let her fix the whip. We're we're like di- we're diagonal in the intersection, bro. He's like, get out, get, the fuck get out, out. <laughs> nigga. She got out. This nigga didn't even ask. This nigga didn't even ask nobody else to get in. He's like, I'm, I got this. This, this nigga jumped in the driver's side, took us back to the classroom. He said, I'm we, done with y'all. We didn't even drive for the rest of the period, nigga. That was supposed to be my driving day, bro. He said, here I go. He's about to whip this bitch. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to whip this hoe. I, dude, I, oh my God. Driver's Ed was so much fun. I remember, I remember like the last day of Driver's Ed. We had to do like our final test or whatever, yeah. and he makes you do two things. Well, number one, go to your house, and then from your house you go to your job. And I was working at Little Caesars at the time, <laughs> so I went from east to my, my parents' crib, yeah. and then from there I went. I was gonna go all the way to, to Little Caesars on Farnsworth, and bro, my stupid, <laughs> I got to the red light on Burger King. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, on Farnsworth. Yeah, no, you're talking. Yeah, yeah, like on Farnsworth in New York, and I was at the red light, and there was a car next to me. And the car next to me has to turn left in the green arrow. Yeah. You just <laughs> so this straight. fucking dumbass, my dumbass. <laughs> this dumbass, you. <laughs> this, 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 this nigga, he gets the green arrow and he starts going. You start. And you start. You're, you're so like you're so, you're so nervous, bro. I started going too. Dog. Say, Here I go. This nigga slammed the brake. Nigga, my head almost hit the steering wheel. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I, and it just gave me flashbacks to the first time yeah, we ever, said, bro. Oh, fuck. I was like, nigga, I'm the bitch now. Like, 
And then he, he saw like, green. He said, "Green means go." And, and, and he, yeah, and he was just like, well, "He's like, what? What, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? What the fuck?" He's like, "You were doing so good." Like, and then just because I fucked that up, I had to do it again, bro. Uh, and shit. it doesn't even count that time anymore. I had to go do this shit again. Bro. Off of that? Oh yeah, off of that. Because well, I mean, I guess I ran a red light, right? So, <laughs> oh, you went all the way through. No, I didn't go all the way. I mean, I was halfway. Nigga. <laughs> I thought you just cracked nigga, I, was in the, I was in the middle of Farnsworth and New York <laughs> intersection. Just in the middle. Like I this. thought you just started to go. No, <laughs> like nigga, you took off. I let off the brake and press the gas, nigga. The, the, the only reason the he car... Said, I'm gone. The only reason the car stopped is because he slammed the brake. I would have been on the other side of Farnsworth. I might have turned into first image, nigga. Like, did, I don't know, nigga. But my black tee ready. It was, it, yeah, right. It, 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 it was fun. It was bad, but... So, so you, did you go? You went to college out there in uh in Louisville? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I went to a school called Bellarmine, a small Catholic school. They came to like a college fair, and one of my friends, his brother was like two years older than me, and he was already down there. And it's only like four, four and a half hours away. And they're from Aurora too. He's like, bro, come down here. He's like, we get fucked up all the time, and shit's fire. And he's like, and you just ride back home with me. And he's like, by by the time I graduate. You will know people. You probably have your own whip. You can come back. So I was like, bet. I was like, it's either that, go to fucking Wabonzi or something, which I tried to do. My mom was like, no, you got to get out of here. I'm like, say less. Oh, she didn't want you to roar at yeah, all. Yeah, because I was like, I, I thought I. out with me. We about to fuck your life. <laughs> yeah, she was like, nah, bro. She's like, you did all this marmy and shit. I'm like, you earned it. Like, go somewhere. If you can do it, go somewhere. I said, all right, I'm out. So I went down there. And What's the name of the school? It's called Bellarmine. Bellamere. Uh, yeah, Bellamere. Okay, now that's in Louis- <laughs> Louisville. It's, it's Louisville. You know, I went to see a comedian one time, and he's like, he had came from Louisville. Yeah. He's like, it's Louisville, but you got to say it like you're retarded. You know <laughs> I say it like you're Louisville. 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 Yeah, I don't know why. How do you shit. say it? Louisville. 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 Yeah, Louisville. Louisville it's okay, Kentucky. cool. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's fine. Louisville, it's a, Kentucky. It's, yeah, I'm from Louisville. Yeah, I'm Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, and I stayed down there till. I was there for like eight years afterwards. Eight years, nigga? That's how long it took you to graduate college? Nah, no, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that. <laughs> no, no. It took eight years. This nigga got associates and shit. <laughs> hell yeah, I did it all. No, I graduated in my four years and then I just chilled on it. I loved it, bro. That shit's fire. That's where the Kentucky Derby's at. Okay. Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Fire. What is it? Fire. It's a horse race. Why is it so fire though? Why is it's, it nationally known? So it's one of the like most prestigious horse races. Excuse me. It's been happening for like over a hundred years. A um, hundred years? Over, probably. Over a hundred years? Oh, Bro, the city happened. shuts down. In Louisville, all the schools got to be done. So it's always the first weekend in May. In Louisville, all the schools got to be done before the first weekend of May. So you're done in April for every school because you they need everybody to go to Derby and they need to make sure there's they're not fucking up. Like, because there's so many people come in. We're talking about like celebrities and shit. Like, it's a big deal. They need to make sure that. They're not fucking up the roadways for people that are coming out of school and shit because they have to shut down a lot of shit. Oh, so they, really? need, they need to shut the shit, city down so you have to be done with everything. How long is the derby? So the derby... So in horse racing, they have races all day. And then the last... I don't think... It's like the second to last race is specifically the Kentucky Derby. And that only lasts two minutes. So it's called the most important two minutes in sports. Really? Yeah. Is it just like a 100 meter dash? No, it's like a mile and a quarter or something like that. Um, Why is that one the most important? Did they have so, the best so, horses in the so world? So this is what it is, to answer your question. The, the important part about it is there's three main races in the horse racing world. And if you win all three, um, it's called the Triple Crown. Oh. So there's three. <laughs> hey, you already know, you already know where you're at. Yeah, you know where you're at. Um, 
yeah, so three races. If you win all three, you're triple crown and you're considered like a legendary horse. Like go down in history, you stop racing after that. They just start breeding you and all you do is nut in a little jar and they make other horses with your bloodline. Nigga, so, you said, I thought it was the, the horse rider. I was like, nigga, they make the horse rider nut in the jar? <laughs> yeah, both of them. <laughs> yeah, I go. He said, where I sign up? Yeah, I'm probably have, yeah, I go. <laughs> give me all the jars, nigga. I'll fill all these bitches up. Yeah, so the Kentucky Derby is the first leg of those three races. So it's the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont Stakes. And they're like, they're not back-to-back, back-to-back-to-back weekends. It's like two weekends in between. But for like a month and a half, it's the three biggest races in horse racing mm-hmm. so the kentucky derby starts it and then everybody is waiting every year to see if the horse that wins the kentucky derby is going to win all three okay yeah so they're, they're trying to see like they're trying okay. to see like who like and, if then, they can... and then if he does what the people buy his like semen yeah so that's what it is they so they retire the horse right then and there and then all he does from if i'm correct and all he does all he does is he's just a stud horse from there on out he lives the rest of his days just chilling and nothing Damn. He's that nigga, bro. From that day, I want to be the fucking he derby the man, horse, bro. nigga. So one of my homies that went to Bellarmine with me, he only went there. He's from uh, Miami. He only went there because people go to there from Miami. No, 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 no. Yo, people. He played soccer at my school, but the reason he looked into it is because his dad was a famous jockey. Okay. His dad won the Kentucky Derby like two or three times. I don't know if he ever won the Triple Crown, but his dad's like in the Hall of Fame for. For uh, jockeys, and okay. now he's like a a jockey is a horse rider, right? A horse rider, yeah. But that's to be like a jockey, like a boxer, I have a few jockey briefs. Yeah, that's what it's named after. Yeah. But yeah, but to be a jockey, you got to be like four foot tall and like a hundred pounds, less than a hundred pounds. Oh, this wow. or hella polo. They do hella coke. Oh really? Yeah, you could be a jockey. Jockeys do coke. <laughs> he's a, yeah, that's you, bro. Why aren't you a jockey? I am. <laughs> I am a jockey. I could be a jockey for real. I just gotta lose 300 pounds. Hey, you say you gotta weigh 100 more or less? Wait, I'm gonna lose 300, then I'll be right around 100. Hopefully, I, yeah, hopefully. Juan Madera, let me borrow one of your horses, nigga. Damn, imagine horse riding that shit. Like, you know, bitches love a nigga with a horse for real. Yeah, you got one. I don't even got a car, nigga. <laughs> hey, he said or license. Right. Or license. Fuck it. That's crazy, though. So, okay, that's where they hold that at. So, all the yeah. schools got to be out by May. Yeah, now, what, what's it like, though, living in Louisville? So, Louisville, I won't say it's like Aurora, but it's cool because it's probably the biggest city in Kentucky. But it's not like Chicago. Like, they have a downtown with a couple, like, high-rises, but it's not it's like... like Cincinnati, damn near. Yeah, yeah, but smaller. So, Cincy's an hour and a half from Louisville, so a lot of people go back and forth oh, really? yeah they're all everybody in louisville cheers for all the cincy teams um so cool. that's the other cool thing it's right in the middle of indy cincy atlanta uh three hours from nashville so like five from chicago so that's the other reason i went i'm like bro i'm right when i where i in need the to middle be. of the country it's technically the midwest even though kentucky everybody thinks it's in the south the south yeah a little. um but yeah it's it's like a little big town like i know so many people there and i I don't, but I'm not even from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have so many mutual friends from living there for eight years. Like, it's wild. Yeah, it's cool, but like, if you ever get a chance to go, it's always something to do in Louisville, bro. And like, all their restaurants and shit, it's not like here where you're like, damn, am I going to eat McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's today? It's like, that is my dilemma. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> top five dilemma of the day. No, it's like a bunch of independently owned restaurants, fire as fuck that you can't get anywhere else. What, what is Louisville known for? Like the barbecue or what? Uh, no, so they they have their own like claim to fame. So they got this thing called the Hot Brown, 
It's like an open face sandwich. I think it's like turkey and bacon with like some cheese sauce on it. Ooh. Like ass. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Try it out, Louisville. You gotta take me to Louisville. Hey, bro. It's just for, no, for real. Let's ride. Louisville there, is fire. Cause, and it's not like Kentucky. So Louisville's at the the southernmost tip of Indiana. Uh-huh. Once you leave Indiana, you go over a bridge, you go over the Ohio River, and you're in Louisville. Yeah. So it's I not have... like you're like deep. It, Cause my my grandpa, old school Mexican dude, he's like, you're going to Kentucky. I'm like, yeah. He's like, are you gonna make it out of there? I'm like, <laughs> shit. I, uh, I said, I wouldn't know. I hope so. I hope so. But you get there and like, uh, it's not in like it's right at the the northern border of Indiana and Kentucky. So there's like a running joke that people in Louisville tell everybody else in Kentucky, like, I'm not from Kentucky. I'm from Louisville. Like they don't, they don't really consider themselves the rest of the state. They're their own little town. Yeah. And it's fire. A lot of, a lot of fire people coming out of the city too. Well, so. yeah, you guys got are, are famously known for having Bryson Tiller. Bryson who, Tiller. Yeah. I, he was the first one that I knew out of Louisville. Bro, when Trap Soul dropped, that shit was fucking nuts, yeah, bro. The city was going don't! crazy. Don't miss it every time. I, went I feel to, like people from Louisville are the only ones that could get the don't right on, right on time. time, bro. Right I still on can't time. do it. I still can't do it. <gasps> but I actually went to when he his last show. I it was in Louisville. I went. He brought out uh, Bryson Tiller. Yeah, he brought out Big Sean. Big Sean. That shit was fire, bro. Damn, I don't yeah. know if I'd be phased. No, so it wasn't like that. damn Big Sean, but it was like you weren't expecting it because yeah, I don't think they had. Dude, a... I love. That's one of my favorite <laughs> thing about concerts. Yeah, when you go and they bring out guests. Hell yeah, bro! Like, if, bro, if you want to shut down a show, you gotta do some fucking fire shit. Yeah, you gotta do some fire. And I, I don't think they had a song together, so we weren't expecting it. Yeah. that's what was fire because I'm just there and all of a sudden Big Sean came. I'm like, fuck. yeah, what the fuck? Actually, this is stupid. I don't know why I'm about to tell ass, a story. Ass, ass, oh, yeah, ass, he did ass. some stupid show, but a lot of dumbass stories that involved Big Sean in Louisville. When I was a freshman in college, he Big Sean came to Louisville, and my friends were like, let's go to this concert. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I went, and we got front row seats, and that motherfucker jumped into the crowd and like into my arms and like took a picture and shit. Oh, word. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't Wait, even you know. You had your hands around Big Sean's <laughs> waist? Yeah, I was like, hey, bro. <laughs> hey, I was gripped up. I tell everybody me and Big Sean are homies and shit. But yeah, that's a random thought. I just thought, yeah. You know what's so crazy, though? I used to think the way Big Sean spells his name, I used to think it was Big Scene. Damn, you are from, you did go to East Aurora. Yeah, huh? I was like, oh, they think a Big Scene cold <laughs> as fuck. Fire, bro. You know what, though? He had that that Detroit mixtape was crazy. Fire, it was fire. It was, it was fire, like, yeah. all I care about is the moolah or some shit like that with French Montana. He, that, hey, he was on the E yeah, yeah, with French Montana. Yeah. So dumb, bro. Oof. Uh, but anyway, now you uh, you know who else from Louisville right now that's hot? Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow is fucking one of the few white people I respect. The guy. And then you you just like, <laughs> you like they can say he's a god. I don't know. I know I said he's the guy, the guy, not the god. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. And that, now who, what do you what do you uh you told me you met Jack Harlow before? Yeah, yeah. So um Jack Harlow, he's he's actually from the city. Like we actually got to watch him like grow into what he is now. Um so he was like a local artist when I was there. Um so when I was in college, he was like 15, 16, blowing up on SoundCloud and a lot of people in the city knew him. And I had friends. I used to work at Jimmy John's. So my homies at Jimmy John's, they were still, like, graduating high school. And they were going to school with him at the time. So they were telling me about, like, oh, there's this little white boy, Jack Harlow. But at the time, he was, like, nerdy and goofy. Just, like, making, like, funny raps. Like, Weird Al Yankovic, white people shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, then, but he was getting better and better. And uh, one time I was fucked up. And we went to the bars. And there's a place. It's, do you know what Kidoba is? No. So Kidoba is like Chipotle. It's like Chipotle's competitor. It's, like, big in Kentucky. So, they had one on the main street of the bars, and it was open 24-7 once Friday hit. So, I was in there fucked up, and I'm walking down this 
as I'm walking through the exit, this fucking curly-headed fuck walks in. And I'm like, are you Jack Harlow? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> but he, he wasn't, like, big at the time. I just knew who he was because he was, like, buzzing in the city. So, like, you try, he's like, cool. I'm like, oh, and I, like, dapped him up. I was like, bro, whatever you're doing, like, keep doing that shit. Like, that's fire. And he's like, thanks, man. You're probably the reason why he blew up. I don't know, bro. I'm giving that you good luck shit. No, it, if it, I didn't tell him to keep going, he probably would have stopped. Right. You see what I'm saying? Afro-Latino from East Aurora. <laughs> yeah, he, didn't, he, he didn't tell yeah, him. Follow his dreams, baby. Yeah, if I didn't do that, <laughs> you would have been like, fuck, I got to stop. <laughs> no, that, that goes a long way, bro, because I meet people all the time that tell me, like, yo, I fuck with, with yeah. you, what you're doing. Like, keep doing your thing. That low-key pushes you to the next whatever. You exactly, because you're like, this ain't for nothing. Like, somebody's noticing some shit. You yeah, know I mean, I recently, this week actually, I did a fucking, I did a, well, last week, I guess. I don't by the time this shit comes out, I did a TikTok, bro. I did a, I, I did a TikTok, um, and, I, and it was, uh, I ordered some Chinese food, right? Bro, I, I, I see the TikTok. I, I, ordered, I ordered some Chinese food, but I actually haven't talked about this on the podcast before, so... I, I had this TikTok do pretty well, but this is not what the story's about. The story, oh, he's hyping himself. Oh, you see that? He promo? No, 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 <laughs> hey, bro, no. drop the TikTok. What's your TikTok? No, 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 right, right, right. Here's the TikTok. <laughs> Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> no, so, so the guy that brought me that food was a Mexican dude from... I got it on Uber Eats. So he brought me the food, right? And shout out to... Uh, one of the China spots, the one on River Street. I don't know what the fuck it's called. New China Hut, probably. Oh, by the by the library. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They brought me. It was uh, half double orange chicken, mm. half house specialty rice. So anyway, this motherfucker brings me the food, and just like that, like he, he's like, hey, oh, bro. he knew you was. He knew who I was. Yeah, he's yeah. like, so I come out right, and this motherfucker passes my apartment or the the office where I was at at the yeah. time, and he and then he, he reverses all the way back. And he gets out. He literally parks in reverse, parks the whole way. I'm like, nigga, hey, get, bro, give me the shit through the window, nigga. <laughs> you cried and shit. Right, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> but he ends, up, he ends up getting out the whip and he comes up to me, bro. And he's like, you're Kenji? I was like, yeah, man. And I thought he was just verifying, like, the food order, you know? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I, I go reach for the food and he has a mask on, right? He, and he looks at me and he's like, I fuck with you, dog. Hey, bro, and, and I was like, huh? Like, you, you like Chinese food too? Like, what are you talking about? But he's like, nah, I fuck with what you do and everything. I was like, oh, for real? He's like, yeah, I fuck with you, dog. I was like, man, I appreciate that shit, dog. And we just chopped it up right then and there. I yeah. felt good. Exactly. I felt yeah. good. And I was like, I think that's what it was. It motivated me to like, like, I was like, damn, I, I need some new shit. Exactly. I, I, I got to go, I got to come get, harder. Like people, right, right. I need to come harder. People fucking with me. So when I when I got in there and I opened up the Chinese food, I realized there wasn't any utensils in the fucking order. That you was like, man, fuck here. Yeah, I, I was like, well, instead of making, instead of getting mad because I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. get a fork or anything, yeah. uh, I, I I I didn't want to fucking um, uh, I didn't want to fucking uh, I didn't I didn't want to be like uh, nah, bro, uh, I I I didn't want to be yeah, mad you about be not, salty, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Um, I, when we were in school, we always used to throw a pitchfork. Like, I, I don't know about uh, Marmion. I don't know about Marmion, but when you go to East, yeah, school, we did Marmion too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, at East, like everybody throws up gang signs. I remember yeah. when I used to go to East, one of the one of the deans, like me and my homies, my homies would be nerds, bro. 
We'll be like, hey, what's Bad up, dog? Said, Trump should have freed Trump. Larry. Right, right. We're like, GD. <laughs> but we weren't even in the gang. We just, it was for fun, you know? Yeah. We almost did it to make fun of gang Exactly. Bro. But well, that's the, also like the culture. Like, you learn that shit growing up. Like, it's just funny. Like, yeah, at it, the end of the day, it's like, we all know what it is. Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 So, so it was just funny. So so I always used to see, I always used to, thanks, bro. I always used to see people be like, be like, oh, I'm getting, um. Like, oh, forks, whatever, yeah. right? So I was like, well, I didn't get a fork. So I, I got the camera, <laughs> and I was like, oh, the Chinese spot forgot the the, the the fork. So I had no other choice. And I made the pitchfork with my hand, and I just dipped it in the fucking... <laughs> yeah, I go. I, I dipped it in the food, and then I threw I threw the GD Anthem song over it. You know, GD Anthem. Everything you put the GD Anthem over on TikTok... Go does, crazy. Right, go, go crazy. crazy. So I was like, fuck what it, fuck right? fuck is wrong with dude? <laughs> and I made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, should have freed Larry. Fuck is wrong with dude. That's the best oh, line. That's the go best line. Go yeah. Oh God. But anyway, I said it. I said it to, to JV because I was like, oh look, he's oh. a TikTok expert and shit. He the one that know all about. He the one that know all about the TikTok. So I said, he, it. And he on there doing the dances and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck is wrong oh, with God. dude. Sometimes, sometimes I'll be walking into the kitchen. That nigga like, he's there. He's Ready game. Ready game. Ready game. But 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 here they be get out <laughs> get out oh god bro oh god bro oh shit so so I, I I'm like fuck it I was like what do you think it is and he hit me back he's like that's funny I was like all right bet I'm gonna let it sit on TikTok then and like I almost had a feeling I was like, I hope this shit go. But I was like, we'll see, right? And it did, bro. Like, eventually Last people, time I checked, it had like 35K. I don't know. They got like about 35 likes right is now. Is it likes? Or yeah, yeah. The heart, the likes, yeah. Views, it got a little bit over 600,000. Like, it ain't nothing crazy like a million, you know? But for what it is, a local, yeah. like a local yeah, fucking just... joke. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Did you have and, to put, uh, like, the hashtags at the bottom and shit? Or? I, I put three. I think I put, like, FYP, which is the For You page. Yeah, yeah. I put comedy, and then I put food. Yeah, he taking notes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he know already. He know what to do. So, so I, I was like, well, fuck it. Let's see. And, and, it, and it kind of, you know, it did all right. But I hadn't talked about that before. And then I ended up having uh, this one Instagram page. Re- <laughs> this one Instagram page reached out to me. Uh, the Daquan page or whatever. That shit's fire. Yeah, well, that Daquan page is just basically, they just, just steal, memes. They just steal memes from everywhere yeah. and post them. Hey, but, Hoodville, best page. Yeah, but luckily they, they give people credit, you know? Oh, that's fire. So they hit me up. They're like, yo, can we post it? Like, on Instagram? Me, yeah, well, yeah, they hit me up on Instagram. Damn, I was so like, you do like, numbers yeah, on IG too? I was like, that's cool, yeah. They, well, they, they, they were like, they found me from, from uh, TikTok. I had my IG on TikTok. Okay. So they hit me right away. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Y'all can post it as long as y'all tag me. Yeah. And I bet. They didn't post it on their page, but they have a Snapchat that like people subscribe to yeah, their Snap, yeah, yeah. and they posted it on Snap. But they took the audio out. They just uh, left, they just left the TikTok uh, and, and, and put their own music over it. But people were hitting me up, bro. They're like, "Yo, you got you're on this dude's Snap. You you're, on Snap. you're on they Snap. You're on they Snap." I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I had to yeah. look at it. I was like, "Oh shit, that's fucking dope." He said, "That's me." Yeah, and they did put my Instagram on there too. I got yeah. one follower. Duh! Hey, go crazy! Yeah, <laughs> go crazy! Right I go with duh. He said, "Oh, he said, I don't know nobody no more." Right? I'm like, God. Like, nobody hit me up. Nothing. Nigga. I don't know what the East Side is. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. All right. That's nah, funny. but uh, but yeah, it, 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 it was a great time, but. You talked about going to college out there, and how yeah. long have we been? We haven't even gotten into the episode. Yeah, we always just bullshit. But it's cool. That's fine. I'm, I'm cool with it. We got 50 minutes in. <laughs> 50 minutes in? 50 minutes? 
God Jeez. damn. It's going to be a two-hour episode. Hell yeah. Hey, I'm but, setting records uh, on this bitch. Yeah, we got Joe Rogan shit. But, uh, you got Joe Rogan money? <laughs> I got Joe Rogan hair. <laughs> but, uh, nah, so, uh, so anyway, you talking about going to college out there in Louisville, man. I never got the experience. I, well, actually, I'm lying. I did a semester at one of the city colleges, Truman. Okay. When, right after high school, I did a semester yeah. out there when I was doing like business. It was pretty fun, though. I got my credits. And then I transferred back out here to Wabonzi. But once I, once I started going to Wabonzi, like I was working at Starbucks part-time. And, and then eventually I got a job at the O'Reilly's Warehouse. So I never, I stopped giving a fuck about school. And yeah, I, yeah. And, and again, it has to do with the way you grew up. Like my life was bigger than school to me at that point, you know. But yeah. if I would have stayed focused... I would have probably already had my degree or whatever, right? Yeah. But I don't, I don't look at life like that. I'm like, fuck it, it is what no it is. I'm going to make the best out of it what it is now, and I'm going to take this and make it into an opportunity for myself. But regardless, that's what my school history was like. But anyway, so now uh, I actually, the only time I've been back to college is when I perform. Colleges do nice, dope events. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they did a, they did a, they did a, they did, I, so I was, for my first college opportunity, I did a Wabonzi show 2019, right? It was like a November 1st, 2019. They had like their Halloween event. Okay. And I did that show. It was packed out. But it was a free show because I was donating my time or whatever. So it wasn't really like a college gig. Now, for a lot of comedians, college gigs are like the mecca of money because... Oh, shit, for real? Yeah, you're just printing money. Like, if the school has a budget, they Thanks. offer you a big money to, to do a little bit of time. And most of the time... And that's early they, too, right? They don't be late, those uh, shows. Well, 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 some of them do. It just depends on what hmm. what type of event it is, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I did the Wabonzi show. It was dope, whatever. But I recently got an opportunity to perform for this school called the Governor State University. And I had talked about it a little bit on the podcast before. But uh, but now that it's happened, I want to talk about what the fuck happened. Oh, my God. Like, what y'all do over here? No, this, not, not me. <laughs> for what? This, this nigga JV a menace. So, so we, I, I, I'm gonna tell the story first, and then I'm gonna have JV tell his version of the story, so I can know what the fuck was going through his mind. Because we <laughs> he was on Savage Mode, Demon Time, the worst. <laughs> so hey, Dennis, we, the menace. We, we, we pull up to the college, right? By the way, this campus is like. It, it's, Wait, where's it? Where's it at, though? Far, it's like it's below the south side of Chicago, so past the hundreds. It's at this point, it's the south suburbs. Of Chicago. The Ratchets. The Ratchets, right. <laughs> so, so, so we pull into the campus. We see a lot of cars. And, 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 you know, we see movement. But we can't really see. It's like when you're... I don't know if you've ever been to Rush Copley Hospital. But it seems like you go in circles forever. Just ever. looking for the emergency room. Yeah. And you can never find it because there's so much shit. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like that. I, we're going around the university. <clears throat> we can't find the Sherman Hall, which was the auditorium. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, we see two... Beautiful black queens. Oof. This is a black college, Chocolate by the way. Mamas. So I'm like, like for the people that don't know, like the next time I have a girlfriend is gonna be a black girl. The first time. The next time, bitch. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> they <I> got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, the first time I have a girlfriend, <laughs> it's gonna be a black woman. I'm gonna marry a black woman. Oof. I refuse anything else. Anybody else. But 
So we pull up, we, we're like, we're, we're kind of like growing desperate fighting for this place, right? And we see two beautiful black women. And I was like, E, let me holler. Dude, so I put down the window. I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm on this comedy show. I let them know right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I'm the I'm, comedy. I'm on the show. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> I was like, we're looking for the Sherman Hall. And she's like, oh, okay, you got to park your car. Like, she told me what I had to do, nigga. Yeah. She's like, you got to, it's going to be right there. You're going to cut, you know, she told me where it was. So we're like, bet. We go park the whip. We get out. We go into this college, right? Look, I like for me, it's new because I, I don't really go into colleges. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm looking at the campus, like, this is shit. Yeah, yeah, it's fire. Like, it's wrong, right? <laughs> it's like, fire. We walk through, like, they have like this big, like, lobby area. They have printed a big poster of us. So it was like super dope, right? They had nice welcoming. They had the cafeteria. People were still on campus. So oh, it looked, I was like, nigga, I'm in school it's right good, now, yeah. dog. So it felt good, right? We had smoked a blunt on the way there. So we're feeling decent, right? Then we get, they, they put us, so we see the auditorium. I was like, okay, nice. Nobody was there yet. We were about an hour early. So like, oh, we, we have all the comedians on this side over here. Since JV is obviously with me, you know, I was like, fuck it, just come with me. I'm going to have you sitting there by yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we go to the auditorium, to the green room or whatever, right? Which is just another, like, seems to be like a common area. Yeah. Some type of library slash art gallery type room. And we're just chilling. They're playing music. They had, like, some food for us, but it wasn't, like, real... Like, oh, they have, like, no F- fucking night shit, yeah, but... finger foods. Yeah, finger yeah. foods, exactly. It was, like, they had, like, uh, what seemed to be, like, maybe Chick-fil-A nuggets Ooh. and, like, some type of uh, uh, little egg rolls, like... Uh, they always got the low egg rolls. Where are you going? Yeah, it's always low egg rolls. I've never had those fuck? before, bro, but... You lie. I like them, I, I swear. <laughs> I've only had the big egg rolls. Big egg rolls, but... Pause. Never, I, never, I never had the little egg rolls, so I'm, like... I'm smashing. crazy, too. I'm smashing, bro. Y'all are go mode. Right. Fi- finally, we get to sit down, right? So they have like a, they have like, I, I, they must have been like some type of uh, meeting there because they had like the four tables, like mm-hmm. in a square, yeah, yeah, yeah. and everybody's sitting around them. So me and him sit down, we're eating, right? Whatever. Like, and at this point, I don't, I don't think nothing of it. And this, <laughs> this nigga, he pulls out his pocket some edibles. He had these, he edibles, said, I'm not finished uh, yet. <laughs> yeah, right. He pulls out, the, and I think probably his response was like, He's probably not going to want to take it because he's got a show, right? Which I usually try not to get so fucked up before a show, even though I'm fucked up now. About to do a show tonight. <laughs> but I, I try to stay Oops. sober, like sober, right? So I was like, nah, like, 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 we'll be all right. But then he, he pulls out these edibles, right? And they're gummies, right? It's a bag of 10. And I know I've told the story before when we took, we split the last bag of, of split edibles. the whole bag. We, me and him split a bag of edibles, and this nigga. He lost said, "I'm not trying to get fucked up for the show." L- yeah. Lost his time. Well, no. Well, this is what happened first. He, he gives me the edibles. He's like, "Take some." I was like, "How many?" He's like, "Take two. I was like, "All right, two sounds reasonable." Said, what is this? Uno game. Draw two, baby. Five hundred milligrams in the whole bag. Fifty milligrams of pop. Yeah. I take two. That's a hundred milligrams, right? I eat it, and me, I'm just so desperate to get high, like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you got some more hey, edibles in there. At that point, I'm not even trying to get high. I just want more gummies. Like, fat is that was fire. Gummies were fire though. So I, so we're just sitting there, and I don't feel it too much, right? So I look at him, but at this time we moved. He had just ate him. I don't yeah. feel it too much. Yeah, and JV took his two. So we're both two in, right? We go, we go sit at the auditorium. Everybody gets to move over, right? While we're sitting in the auditorium. I was like, let me see those edibles. So he gives me the edibles. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do the other three. Because it's a bag of ten, so it's five and five, right? I was like, fuck it. I'm going to pop the other three. So now I got five edibles, which is 250 milligrams of, of weed. 
in my body. And this, <laughs> you know, yeah, this nigga, he's like, well, nigga, I'm right there yeah, with I you. Yeah, I go, hey, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So he pops his three. So now we're each 250 in, right? At that point, I feel it start to speed up. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get high. I'm starting to get high. Said, oh, fuck and the you. show's about to start. So people, it was probably maybe, I counted people. It's probably 30 people in an auditorium of like 200. So it seems empty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They turn off the lights, the show starts, and I feel the energy is high. These kids are ready. So and then there's more people coming in as the show's going on. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be pretty good. Yeah, it's not gonna be, be as shitty yeah, as exactly. I thought. The money's guaranteed too, so I didn't give a fuck. Said, I'm, I'm... I was like, fuck it. So I so as we're both sitting there, you know, I'm looking at him, he's looking at me. I was like, I'll be right back. I was like, I'll be right back. So I, I pretend like I'm going to go to the bathroom. Whole time, I go back to the green room to get more food. <laughs> I said, what are egg rolls at? Y'all got Yeah. I, I, I in the back. And, and they already had the food, like, off the catering platter. They had it to the side. They got to give a fuck. <laughs> I, I walked over to the cart, opened that bitch up. Dude, <laughs> I took I, the cart. I'm grabbing a handful of nuggets. <laughs> put it in my pocket. I, I'm, grabbing, I, I'm grabbing my hand. Took and, his hat off, put the bitches in here, too. <laughs> <laughs> put a few nuggets in my hand. Here I go. Like, <laughs> Just <sneaking them. laughs> so, so I, up, I, dude, I'm eating, bro. I'm maxing out. Finally, I go to the bathroom. I take That's bogus piece. as hell. He just wanted maxed out, left you in there. Well, cause I didn't want to be popped, right? So, okay, this it leads up to the story, right? So I go, I eat, right? I eat, I get, and then I go back. I go, I wash my hands, and I go back in there, right? By the time I go back in there, it's time for me to go up. They're about to call me on stage, so I go down the ramp, cause it's a ramp. I go down the ramp. I go on stage. And I start my performance. Soon, like as soon as I come on, the girl before me, the comedian before me, was talking about catcalling people. So she's like talking about catcalling and uh, niggas ain't shit. And the first thing I said when I get on there, I was like, "Man, this bitch was talking about catcalling." I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was just hollering at some bitches in the parking lot. <laughs> so people like it broke the ice right away, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be a good show." So fire. I start doing my, I start doing my show. I'm doing crowd work at the same time. I'm doing my set. About, I had to do 15 minutes, 12 minutes. It was 12 minutes. You said it was 12 minutes? Yeah, it was supposed to be 15. That's what we signed a contract for. But in between everything, they said 12. So right around like the eight minute mark, I'm right nearing the end. I realize I'm like, holy fuck. I'm high as a bitch. I'm high. I'm fried. <laughs> said, I'm not even talking I, I, right I, now. Like, like, bro, <laughs> it felt like, you know, I'm a big dude. So when I got to move physically, it's a mission. Like, I can feel it. <laughs> I, I can feel it. <laughs> So when I when I when I'm trying to move on stage, I'm floating, bro. I'm mm. like, oh, I'm fucking faded. I end up wrapping up my set. It goes well for what it was. It goes well. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't feel like shit anymore. I'm like, I did what they pay me to do. Exactly. I get off stage, you know. Soon as I get off stage, bro. Here you go. <laughs> these niggas just. I don't even. Usually, I look at him for like. Well, do you usually be like taking pictures and shit there while he's up? Yeah, yeah. And, and this time I wasn't. Yes. <laughs> oh, so like you already knew going in, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had the camera. He brought it, but he forgot it in the whip. Yeah. And I told I him, I why? Like, well, no, I was like, you know what? That's f- don't worry about it because yeah. it's a private gig. Mm-hmm. So if they got, they probably they should have their own photographers, yeah. which they did. Yeah. So, so I was like, they'll, they'll be chill. all right. I was like, fuck yeah. it, don't even trip, my nigga. Like the pictures are a plus type shit. You feel yeah. me? Like whatever. But um, but they're also my favorite. Yeah, fire. So, yeah, he said, I'm a flex though. I'm gonna flex. I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> Best believe. God, God, nigga. After show me the face, show me the face, show me the face. My Instagram, Christopher. Yeah, I'm popping, bitch. 
But exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 we, like his like he didn't give a fuck about the picture. He's like fuck it. So we having fun. I get off stage right. They had us sitting all the way in the back. There's like chairs against the wall. Like, yeah, so we're not we're not in the auditorium. Praise so, Jesus. So, so so we go sit back down, and, and I'm sitting next to this fool, and and we're sitting down. Then they bring the next comedian up. As they bring the next comedian up, now I'm thinking, all right, I'm gonna tell this nigga, let's go get some more food. Like, like, let's <laughs> Once, hey, I'm back again. Once yeah, again, yeah, asking you for some well, more. The first time I went by myself, like, well, honestly, I wasn't even planning on getting food the first time. I was just gonna go to the bathroom. Cap. But then I was no. <laughs> 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 She's like, nigga, you don't even believe that shit yourself. You already told us. You told him you was going to the bathroom. <laughs> no, 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 for real. <laughs> no, this time be for real. This time, no, this time for real. I promise. So, so I was like, fuck. So, I, like, I'm telling him, like, okay, now let's go get food, right? So I, t- I'm telling him, like, I'm like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. And he looks at me, and when, as soon as he looked at me. I knew something was wrong because his eyes were down here, bro. I was like, he's like, he's like, you want to? He's like, we're dipping now. I was like, yeah, nigga, let's yeah, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, and he just keeps going like this. He just keeps, <laughs> yes. He's like, we we dipping now. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, like get up. But he wouldn't get up. He he was not standing up. And next thing I know, I look at him and this nigga goes like this. Oh, it's breath. But just like this, doesn't let anything out. And I'm in my head. I'm like, this nigga burping. Yeah, he good. Like what? But before it is, he had a Sierra Mist next to him. So I'm assuming you already felt some type of sick because he's. He already had to mix out with the Seven Up. Yeah. So and and my dumbass, bro. Before I even realized he was sick, I was like, I'm gonna get an air drink. He's like, I get water. Hey, let me. No, I no no. no. I get an air drink. (laughs) But it wasn't. It was. It wasn't anything in there though. It was just uh, okay. So so then um so then he so then I'm looking at so when he goes like this, I'm like oh my god. For the people only listening, he basically had his mouth full and he he got his his fucking hand in the fist covering his mouth like like he's got a burp. So I'm like oh okay he's got a burp. He's just letting it out slowly. It's more than a burp. But when I feel like he's like. His mouth gets, keeps getting bigger. You look like a chipmunk. Like a chipmunk. <laughs> like a chipmunk. The throw up is just building up in his mouth. <laughs> and I'm looking at him. I'm like, what oh, the fuck? Shit. And uh, like, I've lived with him almost a year now. So when we get super fucked up, like sometimes he throws up. I get it. I throw up too. Happens, I throw up bro. too. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, nigga. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like, not here. It's an like auditorium. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody know you came with me. But. <laughs> So Come then, on, so, so then, so then, this nigga like he doesn't get up, right? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna let him chill out. You still like it? <laughs> so, right, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna let him chill out. So, so, so he he's chilling. I sit next to him, right? And then I look again, and he's he just keeps going like this, <laughs> and I'm just waiting for this shit to like exorcist everywhere. Yeah, just fuck you. I'm like, dude, it's a scary movie. But too. then he puts his fucking face in his no. shirt. You saved like it this. for later. <laughs> he puts his shirt in like this. Oh, shit, bro. Yeah, and, and I'm like, okay. You should have just let it out. Well, so he, put, he puts his face in his shirt, bro, and I'm looking at him like, what the fuck? But I don't even think nothing. I'm not even like, I'm I, I'm so, I'm easily grossed out. Like, I'm always throwing up for no reason. So I'm, I'm not looking at him for the same reason. I'm like, if I look at this fool, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, we all throwing up. I'm going to throw up. So I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm going to not look at him. Finally, right? I'm look. I'm like, nigga, uh, what's up? Like, yeah, you gonna get the up. fuck yeah. out of here? What's going on? I'm like, go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. 
and he's like, bring me like a towel. Like he can't even talk. So he pulls his fucking shirt out of the, out, I mean, his face out of the shirt like this, and it's it just throw up all over his beard, nigga. Like you had already threw up. Like you know, <laughs> you, you, you know when a kid throws up and they just got the shit all over their. They just, mouth? Be, hey, they just be standing there crying. <laughs> <laughs> Like you know, like they can't move. You like, bro. It was like, it was, yeah, yeah. Like, it, 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 it was the adult version of that. Cause he, he was, looking to you for help. He's like, dude, what am I gonna do for you? And he's so high that this nigga smiles at me like this. Nigga, throw up all over his face. He said, I threw up hard. Yeah, and I'm looking. I'm like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck, bro? So I was like, I gotta get this nigga a towel. Yeah, so I go out to the front. There's like a table of staff. He said, he has, said there's like a, a car full of egg rolls. There's a table, like a staff. You know, the staff is at the table. Yeah. They're giving everybody that goes in like pins and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, y'all got towels? And she's like, no, but we have these school flags. Like, <laughs> they, run it. like they had like Governor State, Jaguars. Nigga, I was like, give me 200 bitches. <laughs> I grabbed two of those flags and I gave it to this. I was like, here, nigga, clean yourself up. I'm thinking... This nigga just threw up a little bit. His oh, beard, yeah, out of his, yeah, his mouth. His beard's yeah. fucked up, bro. No. This nigga, like, I'm like, get up, nigga. Let's go to the bathroom. This nigga starts grabbing his shirt like this, bro. All the throw up, oh, all the bro. throw up is in his shirt like this, bro. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey fuck is wrong with dude. <laughs> fuck is wrong with dude. <laughs> so, so, I'm, so the, the staff. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, bro, we don't, even, shit, we don't even remember there's a comedy show going on anymore. Hey, this shit ain't funny. This shit ain't funny. I'm just freaking out. I was like, nigga, they're not finna pay me. Yeah, like, this nigga fuck? just fucked up the place. And uh, we end up, like, going. I'm like, dude, you have to get up. Let's go to the bathroom. Finally, bro, like, this nigga gets up, but he's so fucked up. He's walking like he's Hey, bro, drunk. how you bring the gummies? You can't even handle them. He, he didn't know at the time, bro. bro. I didn't know. Was so I didn't day. know. Bro. They didn't tell me. Nobody told me. <laughs> he trying to make sure his, everybody's safe, so he's like, I got to try them first. I'm going to do all of them. Uh, so so we, we, get, we get up to the bathroom, bro. This nigga is in the bathroom like an hour, bro. Ages. I'm bringing them napkins. Then I'm going back inside the auditorium because I'm trying to like eat some eggs. Dude, at this point, he fucked up my appetite. Yeah, I see, that's I it over for you. I couldn't even eat no more. I was mad. Yeah, I'm pissed as hell now. Right, I'm like, I was gonna eat all this shit. So I'm, I go back to the auditorium. I'm watching the show, kind of. I look at over at his seat. This nigga got fucking throw up on the seat. I'm just like, oh, oh my I'm god. Igno- I'm ignoring it, right? I'm like, God damn. But, like, at that point, I don't know if it was just my head or what, but I was getting a sense of the throw up. Let's not. (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, fuck that, I'm out. So I ended up staying outside, right outside the bathroom door where he was at. Yeah. The show ended up finishing. People were coming out of the fucking, out of the auditorium. People were talking to me. They're like, they said, oh don't, go in there. don't go they're, in there. They're like, you was funny as fuck. Like, so I'm chopping it up with all the students. Everybody's, there was this one black girl that came up to me. She's going to be my wife, by the way. I'm going to wife this girl up. Fine ass black hey, girl. Hey, what's her name? Shout out to Queen. Man, nah, 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 nah. He ain't about it. She, she's like, she came up to me. She's like, you were so funny. I was like, thank you. She's like, your jokes made my pussy tickle. Ooh. I was like, word. Yeah. I was like, all right, man. She's like, what's your Instagram? So we exchanged info or whatever. But anyway, it and she was, hit you up or what? We, huh? Huh? We haven't talked. <laughs> we haven't talked. I'm, I'm gonna hit her up though. 
But he said, I got to wait three days. Nah, right, we, right. We, we're third day, th- right now. I'm going to hit her right now. Is this it? So yeah, time's we, up. We, we end up, uh, we end up. Uh, she froze that to you? Yeah, swear to God, on my mom's life. I heard it. I was yeah. fucked up and I heard it. Damn. Yeah, on, on, my, on my mom's life. So then she ends up, uh, she ends up, she ends up leaving right. And this nigga's, at this point, he's out of the bathroom, but he's on the floor. Like, on the floor, like, sitting against the wall like this, bro. And, I, and, like, people are walking past me, and they're looking at him, like, what's up with him? Couldn't tell you. Like, I don't know that nigga. Like, who the fuck is he? I think he go here. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? So, so, at that point, I was like, bro, we end up going to the fucking whip finally. Like, finally, after everybody leaves, nigga. At this point, it was the, the janitors cleaning up, bro. I felt bad for them. But they, they, <laughs> they, we end up making it out of the campus, which, by the way, we were so deep in the campus it took us forever to finally walk out the door. I was like, I just want to make it out the door in case this nigga throws up. Yeah. It's on the floor in yeah, the concrete. Exactly. It's not in the campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't, luckily. We ended up making it all the way to the whip. He gets in the driver's side. I mean, as soon as he get in, he laid back, and it was like a wrap, you know? So I'm, I'm, I didn't even get in the whip. I'm standing outside. I'm like, nigga, I don't even want to get in there. Like, it hey, probably no, smells hell in yeah. there. Yeah, still in your shirt. Right. Oh. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. So, uh, fi- then so you had it. to drive home? Yes, bro. Campus police starts cruising around us, bro. They start nice, cruising. I'm sweating. Around, they start. They start cruising around us, bro. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm like panicking. I'm telling this dude, I'm like, hey, bro, like swap seats, like yeah, yeah, swap we, seats. We gotta get out of here. And the worst decision we made is that this nigga jumped out the whip right when five was in front of us. So he's stumbling into the fucking passenger seat, and I, now I'm getting into the fucking driver's seat. Now I'm like, now they're gonna pull us over for sure. Now we fall for sure. Now, <laughs> now, now we're both going to jail because I'm not supposed to be driving. Nigga. So I'm. So we ended up sit, chilling like 20 minutes with the car already running, and I'm looking, and I and I, police got farther, and they're in the corner, and I look at this thing. I was like, yo, that's police, hoping that he's like, nah, nigga, you tripping. He's like, yeah, that's police. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he goes Damn back, it. and he goes back to sleep. At this point, you got to realize, like, I'm also off the edibles. So I'm fucking high. Like, I'm like, fuck, nigga. You said, I'm really here right I'm, now. I'm, I'm high, but I'm, like, more paranoid than high. Fuck that. So, like, I'm, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. And then, uh, What time is it at this point? Oh, bro, it was, like, 11. 11, 11 p.m. I saw the Snapchat story. It was, like, 11. 11 p.m. So, so then at that point, um, yeah, I ended up like, you know what? Fuck it. The cop is not moving. I got to take off because I'm not going to sit here till midnight. Yeah, fuck that. So, so I ended up pulling off. Luckily, they didn't come behind or nothing. And we made it all the way home, bro. But now, I already told... So this is what happened to us this week on Tuesday at the college gig. For the people that got me on Snapchat that see me post it, it was 100% true. I don't know. JV, do you feel like I missed anything that you would want to add? That you want to... You probably like move past the story, nah, please. I, I, I can add on, but I think you touched on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You would know better. Uh, you would know. Like, and it goes like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time it's happened either. Like, the, la- the last time it happened was with five edibles, too. Okay, <laughs> so I tell this dude. Sorry, you I, have a problem, sir. Nah, tell him, hey, they're, te- they're recommending two, two or three. Max. So five. <laughs> so, like, so five. Five. Yeah, yeah, bad. And both times that that's happened, yeah. that happened. He told me both times, like, do two. I'm like, no, they yeah, get two, 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 five. two times two. Two times two, right? Plus one. Plus one. <laughs> so we, we end up popping five, bro. But I'm telling you, these are... Okay, now I just wanted to make sure. Now I no. know. Okay, I'm going to do two. Like, two, two will be okay for me, man. 
But anyway, that was that's that's what happened this week on the story, man. Um, that's fucked and up. It, it was fucking. <laughs> it, 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 it was insane. It was intense, and I mean, just living it, watching a comedy show happen in an auditorium while your homie just threw up all over himself, and you're trying to keep cool, like, oh, everything's cool, cool over here, cool, not to see. Yeah, pe- people were asking me. They were like, "Is your friend okay?" Well, friend, oh, he good. I'm like, he good. I don't even like, know him. They wanted yeah. to call people. They wanted to call like ambulance. They're like, we can call. I'm like, no, fuck that. Don't call nobody. If We're he die, he die, bro. Yeah. God's plan. I, 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 yeah, if, God's if he plan. die, he die. He die. <laughs> nah, I, yeah, I was like, nah, he, he a big boy. He'd be all right. He'd be doing but right. deep down, I was like, I don't even he know. Better, he might die. die. He might die. Oh, no. But anyway, now we, we've talked, I think we've touched about every subject that we possibly could have. This has been about an hour long podcast and we're barely about barely. to start. All right. So for the people, for the people uh, listening, you know, we... This is going to be the longest podcast I've ever done. We're officially about an hour in, and we have not even talked about what we were <laughs> supposed shit. to talk about. But I feel like we talked about everything else like it happened in this week. Now we're going to get into what we came here for. Now we we, we built this, uh, you know, this this little October thing of having different guests. Everybody kind of we everybody kind of kind of got to talk about themselves, and we'll talk. We talked like we we made it a real podcast. Like right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. we talked about everything, and then after, at, at the end, we get to this. Uh, to like the, the the scary shit now. Spooky season, baby. Spooky season, exactly. So you you had sent me a few different um, a few different uh, yeah, stuff, stuff to yeah, talk yeah. about notes, and I, and I want to get right right into that right now with for you. sure. Um, yeah, I heard everybody else, and I was like, man, they ain't I, got some, I got uh, I mean, I got some stories. I'm like, I might as well tell them. Fuck you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want and I want to hear all of them. So now I'm, I'm getting to the notes here. Now, um, what? Where did everything start for you as far as like seeing paranormal stuff? Um, and because I know on your notes here it says Ouija board is the first thing. Yeah, yeah. So just to preface everything, because I listened to the other episodes, I will say I've never like I've never seen like a ghost, like oh. never seen a ghost face. Mm. I've never been like walking the room like damn, it's a, it's a ghost there. Yeah. But I will say the shit that did happen is quality to where it's like I didn't have to see one to yeah. fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, no, no, no. Thank God, I, like I don't want to see no shit. Like nah, <laughs> fuck that I, shit. Nigga. It's funny because you like when you asked me to come on here, whatever. I'm like. This tight, like I could be in a podcast, but like I'm not happy that I'm here for this reason. That's why I was like, when, if I'm gonna have you on, we're gonna yeah. make it a full podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah not, for sure. Not gonna be just tell me this fucked up shit that happened. Nah, yeah, like, yeah. Want to talk about everything? And I feel like it was. I feel like you're you're the perfect person I could have talked to the most. Like we don't know each other too much, but yeah. you know me enough from the pod to know the energy to bring in. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. We're just we've just been feeding Bullshit. off each other, so yeah, yeah. I fuck with it for sure. Now, yeah, man, let's get right into it, man. How, how did everything start for you? Yeah, so the stories I have are like, I won't say lifelong, but been happening for years. Uh, where it started was where any good fucking spooky season starts with the Ouija board. Uh, <laughs> the bullshit, right? Uh, you played the Ouija board? I did. What happened? What happened? Yeah, no. yeah, so uh, this probably was like 2000. I was probably like eight at the time. Okay. And just a little like background. My dad, he's one of eight, so he has seven other siblings, and his youngest siblings, the last two, are like damn near 20 years younger than him. So, uh, at this point, they're like... Your cousins. Yeah, damn me, my cousins. So, like, they had no choice, but my, my parents would drop us off all the time when they're at work, and they had no choice but to take us everywhere. So, I had an uncle and an aunt that were between, like, 13 and 15 at the time, so mm-hmm. they had all their little neighborhood homies, and my it was me and my brother, he's two years older than me, so... We're like eight and ten, and they just fucking take us everywhere. We do everything with them. All the bullshit neighborhood kids do: skateboard, basketball, do dumb shit, get hurt, don't tell moms type shit. Um, 
But one day they're like, fuck it, let's do something different. And there's like, let's bust out the Ouija board. I don't know where the fuck they got it from, right? God damn. <laughs> but different, way different. Way different, right? <laughs> but you I, don't want to play tag or yeah, sure? God damn, red light, green light? Shit. Yeah, right. The squid the game? Ner- I read, hey, I read a squid game and do this right, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Or the nervous game? Yeah, fuck, yeah, damn. Grab a bitch titty? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Are you nervous yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I used to be in class figuring bitches. Are you nervous yet? <laughs> Did I do it right? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I think most of it, now that I think about it, is probably like, we got these two little kids here. What can we do to fuck with them? But so the, we were at my, my grandparents' house, and uh, we did this shit in their garage for some reason. If they want to make it even more scary, let's lock ourselves in this fucking garage, right? So it's me and my brother, my aunt and my uncle, who were teenagers, and their neighborhood friends. So it's probably like six or seven of us in there. And they bring out this Ouija board where I don't know where the fuck it came from. And I never played it. I didn't touch the bitch at all. I was just fucking yeah. shit my pants in the right, corner. of course. So they actually got my brother to play it. And it was him, my uncle, one of his homies. So they start like anybody else starts. Asking me a bunch of, hello, is someone there? Bullshit, right? And of course, the board started moving right away. And it moves like, on its own? Yeah, yeah. So I, the, like the premise of the game is you're supposed to obviously talk to it, ask it questions. And if there's spirits... In the vicinity, they will contact you, and they will be moving the board. So you ask it questions, and it's got like a yes and a no. I think it's got like a hello and a goodbye, and then it just has like a keyboard set up almost. Just letters. And you ask it a question. If it's a yes or no question, it'll move to yes or no. And if it's something has got to spell out, it'll spell it out, and you have to fucking take notes and fucking figure out what the hell it's saying. So for like the first five or ten minutes... We're asking a stupid question. I don't even know what the fuck we're asking it. And it's moving, right? But you could tell, like, the older kids are like, let's scare the little kids. And it's, like, moving. You could tell one person's pushing it real fast and shit. So you're like, oh, this is bullshit, right? So me and my brother caught on. We're like, you're just trying to scare us. We're like, no, 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 this is for real, for real. We're like, whatever. So we're like, let's ask it some real deal questions. So we start asking it, like, is someone here? And it's like, boom, yes. They're like, is it a boy or girl? And I guess it's spelled out girl or whatever. So like, if it's a girl, then what's your name? And it went M-A-Y. So we're like, May. We're like, all right. I guess we're talking to some bitch named May. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> Where you stay at? Yeah. Um, right here in the garage. Baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here, obviously. So then we're, like, asking it whatever bullshit. And they were like, let's ask it some shit that, like, let's figure out if it's the, my uncle and his friends fucking with us or, like, is this shit real deal? So we're like, if you're here, where are you at? And it said, like, in the garage. And like, but where at? And it said, sitting in the orange chair. And we're like, okay. So we look around, and we're sitting in a circle around the, the Ouija board, and we're all in them ghetto-ass, bogus-ass, white stackable chairs with the slits in it, all the barbecue chairs. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, bet these motherfuckers are fucking with us. So we're like, cool, then. This ain't shit. They're, they're moving the board by itself. And then one of the kids, like, looks, and, like, in the corner, like, underneath a bunch of shit, is an orange fucking chair that we would have never known was in the fucking garage, right? We're like, ah, oh, fuck. We're like, still, they live here. It's their garage. I don't want to fucking know what's right. in this garage. So like, bet. Well, let's ask it something else. So at the time, my uncle's older brother that was living with him, he had a pit bull. Shocker. Right. No way. <laughs> no, no way. So Mexicans had a pit bull uh, that was pregnant. So we're like, let's ask it something that none of us would know. They're like, if the, if you're real, when is the pit bull going to have its puppies? 
So it told us that the pit bull would have nine puppies on the 4th of July. And it even told us before 2 p.m. Oh, wow. I don't know how many letters we had to hit to hit that bitch. Bro, But, like, we had asked it enough. Like, it said that it, it would have nine puppies on the 4th of July by 2 p.m. So, whatever happened the rest of the day, who gives a fuck? So, me and my brother leave, and we're like, damn, that was kind of scary. But, like, at the end of the day, you could probably figure out how many puppies your dog's going to have. You know what I'm saying? They might give you a general time, but we're like, that's a specific time. Well, it's a specific day and time. So, like, whatever, fuck it. So, 4th of July comes, and we went to the 4th of July parade in downtown Aurora. We out there getting candy, going crazy, you know what I'm saying? Living our best lives. And shit's going crazy. So by the time the parade ends, it's like 2 p.m. I mean, my brother like, bet. We good. We did it. And my dad came up to us and was like, that was awesome. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, before we leave, let's go to your grandpa's house. I was like, why? He's like, the dog's having puppies. <laughs> you and my brother looking at each other like, oh, we finna die, bro. Bro, so I remember it was like noon. So I'm like, fuck. So we go to my grandpa's house and we get there. And all the puppies are there. And me and my brother, like... Counting them? Eight puppies. Eight puppies. It's like 1 p.m. Yeah. Eight puppies. So they got eight puppies. They clean them up, whatever. We go inside. Everybody's bullshitting. I shit you not. It's like 1.45. And my uncle runs inside. He goes, holy shit. And everybody's like, why? He goes, the dog's randomly having one last puppy. Hours later, bro. No. Shits out a ninth puppy. And we're like... Nigga. We fucked up. <laughs> we were like, bro, we were like, we fucked up. So, like, the rest of, like, the Ouija board story happens, like, within years. Okay. So, we had that one incident where we obviously talked to it and told us whatever. And we're like, so from there, we're like, it also told us that it lived in my uncle's room. Like, wherever it stayed, like, spirit stayed, wherever it lived. I don't know. So, we're like, so from there on out to go to the bathroom, the one bathroom my grandpa's house, he had to walk past my <sighs> uncle's room. So for years, bro, I'd either not piss in my grandpa's house or I'd be like, go outside and piss me on the garage type shit. But like, yeah, it was always like weird going past that room. But a lot of it's like I already knew. So like, obviously, I was scared myself. But there'd be times we was chilling in my grandpa's living room and the bedrooms upstairs and their dog would be sitting at the bottom of the stairs, just looking up, barking at nothing, just freaking out, like scared. To, it wouldn't go upstairs, like freaking out. So we're like, all right, that's obviously something's fucked up there, right? So years go by, years go by. And me and my brother never told anybody besides who was in that room. Yeah. Who's going to listen to us? Also, my mom's from Puerto Rico, born and raised, and they believe in, like, black magic and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, witches and all kinds of spells and shit. She actually, the lady that lived next to him is a witch, quote-unquote. She would throw, like, dead chickens in motherfuckers' yards. Oh. She would bring him, like, randomly, like, eggs and shit. Like, oh, I, I brought these for you guys. And my grandma would not let them eat them and shit. <laughs> So, growing up my whole life, and I'm being Mexican and Puerto Rican, like, we're already superstitious. We already believe in all kinds of dumb shit. And my mom's from Puerto Rico, believing in black magic. So, she told us our whole life, like, don't be fucking with that shit, bro. Like, because if you fuck with it, it might fuck with you back. You know what I'm saying? If you're inviting it in, it's going to come in the front door. So, like, we already knew not to fuck with that dumbass Ouija board. So, like, I was definitely not going to tell my mom, hey, guess what I did today? (laughs) (laughs) She's definitely going to beat my ass. And she's not going to feel bad. And she's not going to feel bad for me because whatever happens next... Yeah, we, you we, brought that but you brought it. Then you brought it upon yourself. Like you, you asked for that shit, right? Yeah. So we never said shit. I definitely, I don't know if my uncle and them said anything to anybody else, but we never said nothing. So like years go by, and the same uncle we played the Ouija board with, right? 
as he gets older, he ends up having a daughter. By the time she's like three or four and talking and shit, one day, uh, my grandpa, who I'm real close with, we're driving around the city and we were at a gas station over by Tinseltown. Mm. Speedway. Yeah, yeah, Speedway on the corner by the hospital. Yep. And, uh, oh, he's, yeah. is that a Speedway? Uh, it's either Speedway. Yeah, it's a Speedway. Phones. It's a Speedway. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, we go there after work sometimes. Yeah. So we're, we're there. He's pumping gas, and I'm outside with him at the car. And we're just bullshitting. And out of nowhere, he's like, bro, like, your uncle's daughter, like, being your grandma, we keep finding her in his in his old bedroom. And she just keeps talking to somebody. And he's like, she keeps talking to somebody. And we're like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm, I'm talking to my imaginary friend. And they're like, all right. And, like, days go by, and they keep finding her in this room, talking to her imaginary friend. They're like, why do you keep doing this? She goes, because it's my friend, May. Oh, like, bro, I'm like, how the fuck does he know? About, like, and it's not like he was telling me, like, he knew. He was just telling me, like, current events, what was happening. So I'm like, fuck, right? So I'm like, whatever, don't think about it. And I'm, like, 16 at this time. So I'm like, it, years had gone by. So I'm like, whatever, it's not a big deal, right? Time goes on. And I'm talking to my grandma at her house. And she's like, you, you know, it's funny. She's like, you know... So your grandpa was telling me that he told you about the little girl was talking to her imaginary friend all the time. He goes, she's like, I was cleaning out one of the rooms in the basement that they just store shit in. She's like, my grandpa loves to take pictures. So he's been taking pictures for years. So they just have a backlog, just like boxes and boxes of pictures from like forever. She got found this one picture of this little girl in some like dress, like old school, like 1920s dress. And I'd never seen this girl before. So she was like, I was curious. So I brought the picture upstairs to show your grandpa, but he wasn't home. So she's chilling, and the first people to come home was my uncle with his daughter. And she walked past, and she was like, Grandma, that's her. That's my friend. She's like, that's May. And there was a picture in the basement of that little girl that we talked to on the Ouija board, bro. What? <laughs> Fucked up. And I had not told, no, I had never told anybody. I definitely didn't tell my parents. Didn't tell, no, and then, like, my grandparents just telling us shit. We're just telling us shit. Just, like, solidifying her. The, the stupid shit that we did, like. Was for real. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck, man. My dad, you want to go to Granddaddy House? Nope. <laughs> Not yeah, me. Fuck that. They said, no, sir. <laughs> Not, Not me. Hell no, bro. Every other grandkid. Oh, yeah. You go to grandma's. Kick that motherfucker, bro. Fuck out of here. You want to go to your grandparents? Hell no. Not me. Bro. And that shit, I mean, that shit went on for years, bro. Like, shit that, like, Happened to me when I was like eight. Just kept going. I'm like, what in the fuck, bro? Dude, that sounds fucking insane. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, no bullshit. Like, it's not. I don't make this shit up. Like, this shit happened. I'm like, what the fuck, And it's crazy how all the dots connected even years later. So, you know, the shit is like. Real deal. Like, real deal. Real deal. Like, like, that's the same. I didn't even touch the Ouija. It's just shit that happened. And, like, me and my brother used to talk about it. Because we used to watch a dog bark at the steps. We look at each other like, bro. It's got to be something up there that it's worried about that you can't see. Yeah, and that he don't want. That he don't want, want. He don't want to fuck with. And I'm like, I'm sitting next to you, and I see, I'm looking at the dog, and I look at my brother, and he's like, look at me. I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Shit is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Now, now uh, after this, you, uh, I got some notes here that talk about Sim Street. Yeah, Sim Street. So, I grew up on Sims in Lebanon, on the east side, over by Lebanon Park. Okay. Over east by, side, for real, for real. Yeah, over by Bardwell. Um. Living there, because this is when we got older and stuff, like, living there, not a lot of shit happened, and not a lot of shit happened to me. I have some, the stories I'm about to tell actually happened to my older brother. So, we lived in an attic, and you know, like, in scary movies, the attic, they had a little, like, 
thing in the the ceiling they pull down. It's got the little ass ladder and they walk into the attic. Yep. It wasn't like that, but the attic looked like those attics. Well, in a sense. So in those movies, you see the attic is a room that's the length of the house, but it's in the shape of the ceiling, right. like the roof of the house. The so triangle. The triangle. It's a triangle. Yeah. So like in the center of the room is the tallest points, but as you get towards the walls, it kind of comes in. So the room was cool like that, but then if you got the walls, it kind of scrunched in. But our attic was redone, so we had a normal staircase that went up to it. But the room was a long room, the length of the house, on top of the house, and it had technically two rooms. So they were split by a door well. There was no door, it's just like a door frame. When you got first into the room, that was like our living room. We had a TV, our toys, I think we had a bookshelf, and we had a walk in closet. But the walk in closet was small because the, the roof came into the wall. Right. And it had those like accordion doors that they slide out and then they collapse in and you, yeah. when, you, when you open them on yeah. both sides. The second half of the, the room, the second room, was just our two beds next to each other. We had a window at the end. And when we got older, we had desks next to our bed. So from what my brother tells me, he had a homie over and they were just chilling, listening to music. And they liked to draw, so they were drawing and shit, playing video games, whatever. And they were in the front room where the video games are at. And the closet, and the closet was open. So my brother walked into the actual bedroom part to grab something, right? And when he went to grab it, he turned around and came back. When he was walking back in, he could only see the closet. And this, I'll get there. He could only see the closet. And standing, like, just outside the closet was his friend. But he was just, like, fucking staring at him. Like, just standing in the middle of the room, just staring at him. And he's like, the fuck, bro? Like, why are you just fucking eyeing me? So he took a step towards him. And when he took a step towards him, Buddy took a step back with him. Like, what's that movie, that Jordan Peele movie with the, the dudes had the scissors and they look just like each other? You ever seen that movie? Uh, it's it's, it's not, not Get Out, but the other one. It's the other one, yeah. It's the other one. The dudes look just like him? Yeah. So he was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what it's called. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I haven't seen it. Yeah, so just like that, like, he moved with him and the dude mimicked him. I like, took a step with him and he's like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Yeah. So he walked into the second room. And as he walked into the second room, from where the wall meets and gets kind of small, his friend walked out towards him and was like, yo, what's up? And he was like, what the fuck? And he looked back and he realized that the person he was looking at that he was walking towards was wearing something completely different than his actual friend that was there. So the thing looked like his friend and he walked into the room and it, it was just like an apparition. It wasn't anybody at all. They were in two completely different outfits. And it, it was, he like looked at his friend like, what the fuck? And his friend's like, what? He's like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I walked out, came back in, you were standing right here, and I walked towards you, and then you just fucking came around the corner, like the actual person. Uh-huh. And he was like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I can't explain it. Nothing. Just like. It almost like whatever was there shape shifted. Shape shifted. It was like. Into his homie. Into his homie. So you like came back in the room and wasn't. They weren't doing nothing. They were like 15, so they weren't fucking smoking or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. And in that same room, my brother, one night, he was sleeping, right? He, like, woke up. When he woke up, he felt like something was watching him. Like, you could feel a presence in the room. Just like when you're, like, you look behind your shoulder, like, damn, somebody looking at me. Um, but he, he was scared. And this is from what I remember my brother told me, so if I'm telling it wrong, sorry, bro. <laughs> but he was like, uh... He could feel the presence, like, feel it breathing and shit. He's like, but I didn't want to open my eyes because, like, fuck that. Like, 
I'm gonna just act like it's not happening. What, what was going on? He doesn't know. He never opened his eyes, so he felt like something standing by him, like looking at him. When was this? So in the same when we lived on Sim Street, so probably like, I'm like oh oh six oh five. He was uh, probably around the same age, fifteen sixteen. And he felt it like walk. What was he doing? Sorry, I, 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 didn't, I don't think I caught the first half of the So story. he was just sleeping. Like, oh, he, was he like sleeping. woke up because he, he was sleeping and woke up and just felt like something was there. And he felt it like staring at him, like walk around his bed and like stand at the foot of his bed and like look at him. But then right after that, he felt another presence. It's just smaller than that. And you can tell by like the pressure on the floor and like how loud it's making noise doing the same thing and then walk to the foot of the bed and like stand next to the other thing. So now he's like freaking out twice as much like fuck. Then he found an even smaller one do the same shit and just stare at him and like they were like breathing and shit. Like three different things. Like, like three different things and he just fucking closed his eyes as tight as he could and like prayed and like fuck. Jesus like this obviously ain't nobody in my house. Right. Fuck. Fucked up bro. It's great, yeah, and you know, you know what they say is like, um, so you guys went to Catholic school your whole life, yeah. right? So, what you believe in something so good, you know, like you yeah, believe yeah. in God, you believe yeah. in the good faith, I, I feel like that also brings you closer to demonic shit, so because that's, if yeah, you believe yeah. in the good, there it's has bad to, to be, be bad. a bad, yeah. there has to be a bad, yeah. and the more faith you have towards the good... I feel like your faith grows towards the bad. Like, okay, if that's real to you, yeah. What else? So is, is this. So that's like the one thing I want to talk about. All of this is like, some people just have like ghost stories and shit just happens. They just happen to be in a haunted house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these situations, as much as even when I go older and shit, I don't think any of the houses I besides my grandpa's house, <laughs> I don't think the houses I lived in were haunted at all. Like I never felt scared in my house. I never, like I said, I didn't see shit. It's not like shit was being knocked over. It was just like these situations that happen, and I don't think I'm haunted as a person or anything. I just think that eh, we, hey, we gonna get there. You gonna find out. Maybe I am. Yeah. But it, I never, I, I never told my friends I had. A, I lived in a haunted house. I don't think any of my houses. It's just like, like I said, my mom taught us our whole life that there's other shit out there that people believe in and shit that could be real. And if you're inviting it in, shit could happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like anything. If like. Like gangs and shit. Like yeah. the more you go out and do stupid shit, the more you're acting like an asshole. The repercussions will repercussions be, will be there. It'll yeah, meet like, you at one point. One point. Go shoot shit up. Shit up. Yeah, you gonna get shot back. Shut up. Like, yeah. Oh fuck. Oh what happened? Yeah, what happened here? You know It's anything, bro. If you go and you put your time and your mindset towards something, you're gonna get something back. Yeah, for sure. So even with my brother, we talk about it, like. I never thought any of my houses were haunted. I just thought shit happened. And I think it's because we had our mindset open to it. And the next stories we'll get into. When I was older, I used to watch, like, scary shit, ghost hunters and shit like that. And my mom would be like, turn that shit off, bro. Like, you are looking for this shit. You That shit gets you hyped. Like, you want to see this. So you're asking for something and be like, what's up, bitch? This yeah. is what you wanted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like anything in life. So, like. Yeah, it's for the people that like, it's for like the same thing that people that go and look for gold. Go and look for gold to go fucking abandoned houses and shit. Like, what did you go there for? Yeah, not to not to work out, not to yeah, fucking that, chill, that's why not I, to read no book. Yeah, that, that's what I talked about before. Is like uh, if you um, like if you go looking for some shit, you gonna find it. Like, or it's gonna find you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and in this I, case, like the like I said, the Ouija board shit. Maybe we open it up, but it's a lifelong journey. Fuck. We want to look for it, right? Yeah. And I'll, I'll get to that point. Maybe remind me to make the point that I want to make at the end. Um, 
but yeah, so that so at the Sim Street house, nothing really fuck with me there, but God is ass. <laughs> then so when I got into when I went to Marmion, when I got to high school, we ended up moving, right? We actually moved out of Aurora to Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And um uh, shit was chill for a few years for me. And then shit started happening and it kind of built up a little bit. So I think the first thing that happened, and this ain't like the scary story or nothing, but one time one of my homies was at my house and say this is like this, my parents' living room, the TV's right there, but you see you got the windows right there. Their windows are on the back wall behind their their couch right there. So where you're sitting, there's windows behind you and they live on a corner. So like on a main street. So a lot of people walk down our street and they walk around our house. When they walk around our house, they get to right here and they're behind the couch where the windows are so like on a sunny day if somebody's walking around the corner behind my house we don't have a fence the the yard just leads to the sidewalk if you'll be able to see him inside the living room if you have the windows open against the tv and shit so one of my homies was there and we're watching whatever sports center or something and this big ass fucking shadow the fucking height of the room it looked like a man just fucking slowly walked across the tv and I'm like, whatever. People walk across all the time. You see the shadows. So I'm like, whatever. I'm going to see who's outside. So I turn my head and look outside. It's not a car. It's not nobody. It's nothing outside. So in my head, I'm like, how the fuck did a shadow walk across the TV? As it's crossing, I'm looking behind me, and it's nobody outside. I'm like, fuck that. Bro, as I turn my head to my friend, he, he's looking outside. Like, who the fuck? Yeah, who the fuck just walked by our shit? Then he turns his head looks at me and goes... Do I even have to ask? <laughs> I said, I said what, what you got to ask me? He goes, how the fuck was there a shadow walking? And I was like, I was thinking the same thing. But I was like, whatever. So we keep watching TV, right? Ten minutes go by. The same shit passed the other way. So I turn back and look. And I look. And this motherfucker looking outside. He's like, bro, how the fuck is somebody walking past it? I'm like, don't even ask. Just keep watching no. TV, bro. So that happened. And then like. That could be anything. I can't explain that. Is that ghost story? I don't know. The I ne- mean, it definitely... It definitely... It's definitely like... I mean, dude, I... I think the scariest part about it is I didn't just see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just my mind thinking that way. Yeah. It was like that man was trying to put, put two, two and two, two together, together and it didn't add yeah. up to a fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, nigga, that's about We about to hit 10. This shit yeah. going crazy. He said, I got to, you know what? I got to go anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom's hey, calling me. Hey, I don't even fuck with you like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Let me get up out of here, bro. Fuck that. Yeah, man. See, because stuff like that is like, for example, when you, when you, when you, when you, or you see the shadow, it's almost like a nat- like a habit of nature yeah. when you look for the person. Yeah, you're like, it's got to be somewhere. You're used on. to that. You're yeah, used to people. Yeah. Okay, let me see who, who this is. Yeah. Who just walked by my shit. Yeah. So when you go look and there's and it's nobody, nobody there, you're like, it's like, all right, nigga, hold, yeah, on, hold on. Hold on. How the fuck, fuck you? Make, yeah, make it make yeah. sense, yeah, America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly now, man. Yeah. Uh, what, is this uh, the story about Duendes that you were... So the Duendes was when my brother was sleeping. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. That's, so that's the only thing I can put it to because, I mean, besides demons and ghosts, I mean, spirits <laughs> and shit, like... Because Duendes is like, uh, like the, not gnomes, but like creatures or whatever you call them, fucking like elves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That live in your walls. Duendes, like, a lot of people have... Uh, 
Even people that don't believe in paranormal stuff, like they'll be like, "Oh, well, that ghosts, demons is not real, but duendes are real." Like, I people, saw a Twitter feed one time. This lady said that because apparently living your walls or something, they're your house elves. She said she left and came back one time. They was fucking cleaning up and moving shit, and she saw them. And then she had a whole Twitter feed about the rest of her life living in her grandma's house that she would catch the duendes. Yeah, and I've seen people do like those Twitter uh, Twitter threads mm-hmm. where they'll be like catching them moving. Yeah, so that is yeah. like little, like shit moving around. around yeah, they, they, the and they're like most people that th- believe in ghosting that shit's moving because of whatever, and then people that believe in duendes is like it's the duendes. They're like moving shit around. They're, yeah, like, and if you are a dick to them, they'll be a dick, dick to, to you. you. Yeah, they'd be assholes. But if you're good to them, or if you are cool with them, they'd be straight. They'll be straight. Now, I don't know how real this is, nigga. Yeah, and I don't know either. So, like... If there's what, any female duendes... What's big? That like hey, to what's, suck dick. What, no, what's bragging? Give me, give me. Hey, you know which room I'm in. Oh, God, nigga. Duende, yeah. look, you know what I'm saying? I don't need much. Yeah. A duende is perfect. <laughs> yeah, give me, uh, right? That's it. We yeah, can, my, hey, we can work someone out. Yeah, it'll probably look like a real dick. <laughs> like, if, if, if a... It, my my dick in a duende's hand is going to be fire. massive. Fire. <laughs> he said, I'm in the Hall of Fame. Fire. <laughs> now, um, what about this story about a spirit chasing you? Oh, yeah. So that's that's the so that was the same. I mean, when I moved out of Montgomery, the same, like, same time frame. So this is when shit went from, like, paranormal. Like, it could be, it could not. I don't know. Kind of. Freaky to like, damn! <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh, this, nigga, some shit's yeah, going down. This was where like it didn't have to be at home. It didn't have to. It could happen whenever it wanted to happen. So, probably around my junior senior in high school, I used to be pretty chunky, and at this point, I was getting my shit together, and I, I got really skinny, and I used to run a lot. So at this point in time, at the Montgomery house, um, it was around this time, spooky season, yeah. October. So it was like. I live in Montgomery and went to high school with fucking damn near Batavia, so it would take me 35 minutes to get home. So if I'm on leaving school at 3.30, I'm getting home 4, 4.30, right? So that leaves you, like, maybe two solid hours of sunlight. So between 4.30 and 5, it's it's going to start becoming dusk or whatever. Like, if the sun's going to start going down. So when I had got home, I remember that day I was like, fuck, I don't want to run. But I was like, I'm trying to get skinny. Right, yeah. I can't you, get you skinny can, when, you, when you're on the right track When you're on it Bro you can't miss a day You're like oh, bro, I, I got to So like I remember sitting in my bed I'm like fuck dude I do not want to do this shit I do, not. And I was like No fuck it You gotta do this shit Just knock out your little run 30 minutes or whatever You'd be straight right Wrong <laughs> <laughs> So I put my shit on And get to running And When you get out of my parents neighborhood It turned into It connects straight to another neighborhood Which is like town townhomes and that home, that neighborhood, that stretch be- before you get to my neighborhood, Serpentine. So it's like an S. So it's a big old windy road. The other weird thing about it is on the S, only certain sides have sidewalks. So every block or two, I got to jump across the street to get back to a sidewalk or have to run in the street. But I don't like running in the streets because I'm not trying to get hit by no car. So on the last stretch... Back from my run, it's already starting to get dark. So it's that point where you can look at the sky and it's like half light, half dark. And yeah, you're like, yeah, shit, yeah, if yeah. I don't get home. I think this is- <laughs> it's 
gonna be dark and look at me, I'm gonna disappear. <laughs> I can't be out here too long, you know what I'm saying? Afro-Latino, it get yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, it get crazy for people like me. Uh, so I'm like, fuck, bro, I'm not even supposed to be out here running. So I'm at that, that fucking serpentine part of my run, the last, the home stretch, right? So I get on one side of the sidewalk before it ends, and I start running. And before that piece of the sidewalk ends, right, I'm like, once again, it feel like somebody's watching me. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He know the song. So I cross the street. As soon as I hit that side, I'm like, boom. It still feel like somebody watching me. I'm like, behind you? Yeah, like behind me. I'm like, like somebody real close, like awkwardly close. Yeah. Like when... I don't know if you know about this, but you on a treadmill and a white person could nope. have all these, <laughs> could have all these, could have all these treadmills to get on. They stand right next to you, like yeah, white. It's like when you take a piss at a urine on. Yeah, you're right next seat. to me, like why? From all these, you gotta be right here. So that's that's what I felt, right? So I'm like, oh, it's nothing. So I'm running on that side of the sidewalk. Then it, it oh, I don't know why, but it just felt like something was getting closer to me. So I start speeding up a little bit. And uh, do you remember that uh, Lupe Fiasco song, Kick Push? No, <laughs> I, I've never. I was you would never know. A Lupe you would. Fan. You, okay, I would never do Lupe fan. I only know. Um, I only know the only Lupe song though is Superstar or Superstar of the Lights or whatever. The light, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right, so you're younger than me. That's why. Um, How old are you? Twenty nine. So yeah, I graduated at eleven. I'm basically thirty though. Dumb wood. Yeah, 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 yeah damn be forty. That's it. It's game over for me. <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm old. Yeah, they uh, wasted his whole life in Louisville. Doing stupid shit, bro. <laughs> hey, chasing Jack Harlow. Nigga <laughs> 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 spent his whole life against Jack yeah, Harlow. Man. Ah, it's over for me, bro. Dumb, fucked up. But yeah, yeah. So, well, anyways, the reason I brought it up is in that song, the whole song's about skateboarding. But he, he does this part where he talks about cocoon, 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 because it sounds like when a skateboard hits the cracks between the sidewalks, it makes that weird sound like cocoon. So as I'm running, I'm like, whoever's behind me, bro, back up. So I start running faster. I start hearing the sound like a skateboard, like kunk kunk kunk, every crack. So I'm like, fuck it. So then the sidewalk ends there. So I cross again, right? So at this point, the fucking skateboard sounds cross with me again. I'm like, who the fuck is trying to cheat me out, bro? I know I'm not that cute. <laughs> it can't can't be for that reason. So I'm like, fuck. So I start running a little faster. The faster I run, the more the kunk kunk speed up with me, right? So I'm running faster. Then the sidewalk ends. So I cross again. I'm like, you got to be shitting me, bro. I'm like, and it sounds every the more fast I get, the faster the fucking sounds get. I'm like, this motherfucker is either about to kill me or I'm about to fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he gonna kill me. So I'm dead, right? <laughs> this is it. I'm dead. <laughs> Nigga put up two options yeah, for the yeah. podcast, but he knew. You already knew it. He knew what the fuck was going to happen, right? So, like, long story short, like, it gets to the point where I, I got two more sidewalks left. On the last one, I said, that's it. Once I get past this one, I got one more left, and that goes, I'm in my neighborhood. And this song, I'm going to call my daddy. We're about to get active. Right, yeah. <laughs> this year, I just got to get home, right? So, I get to the last one, and I'm fucking dead sprinting. And it's the fat, it, literally, as soon as I get faster, it gets faster with me. And I'm at the point where I'm fucking out here. Usain Bolt, you feel me? I'm Sonic out this bitch. And this motherfucker's Tony Hawking me, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? Bro, so like, I fucking, the sidewalk ends and I'm like, fuck. 
I run as fast as I can to across the other side, and I'm like, fucking, I take my shit out, and I turn around, there's not a fucking car outside, there's not a person outside, there's no kids outside, ain't shit. It's just me. You just ran for no reason. Dumb. <laughs> but you felt it, though. Bro, it, it felt like, bro, if I don't get out of here, I'm fucked. Like, I'm, I, I'm probably gonna not die, but... Something's gonna happen. Yeah. And I was just running as hard as I could, and this shit just kept getting closer to me. Like, you could feel like wind on you, like, I'm <laughs> fucked. Turn around, nobody, bro. Not one kid outside. It's just fucking quiet as shit. Nothing's happening. And I was like, what in the fuck uh, just happened to me, bro? I'm like, uh, I mean, you just, you, you rubbed bro, off bro. all the intenseness you felt that Yeah, night. bro, everything. I'm like, you dude. You rubbed it off to me because yeah, I'm like, just like, oh fuck. my God. Dude, it was dude, it was terrible. And I remember I ran home and I sat on my bed for like an hour. I'm like, dude, I can't even tell nobody because it sounds stupid. Like, so what? You did all that for what? I'm like, I'm like, bro, I don't know. But if you know, like, it's like walking down the street and you see a sketchy person walking towards you. Like, bro, one or two things could happen right now. Let me just turn back around, cross the street, or get it to the side. And like, yeah. and if something happens, this is what I'm gonna do. That's what it was. I'm like, bro, I didn't even want to do this dumbass run. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even want to be out here, here bro. Fuck being skinny, bro. But that's what it was. I'm like, fuck, dude. But, like, I, you know, like, shit happens to yourself. You're like, I'm not dumb. I'm not stupid. Like, yeah. I know what the fuck was happening. Yeah, bro. something's not. Something was happening. Something was happening. Somebody like, was behind you. Somebody, bro. And, I, like, I was, I was hearing that shit over my headphones, too. And I'm like. Yeah, and this is, I was like 15, 16, so like, I wasn't like drinking, not, nothing, I was just a normal ass fucking kid, bro. Fuck. And then shit got worse. Yeah, <laughs> nah, what, what, what happened, what, what happened, uh, I mean, this, this this is still though, like, we're talking about when you were, uh, so that was it, that's te- it, your teenage years. So that, that, that was my teenage years. Yeah, your teenage years, and, and now you're 29, and you, yeah. I know you got some college experiences and shit. Yeah. What 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 uh what what happened? I'm gonna take a piss real quick, nigga. Yeah. This is gonna. You asked me when you first got here. You're like, do you guys stop? stop ever? Don't stop. <laughs> he said we, we don't, don't stop. But this is the longest podcast <laughs> I've ever done. Did we stop it. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I've enjoyed every single bit of it. So I'm not even mad about it. Here we going, bro. I'm gonna take a piss. And I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cancel my show, nigga. <laughs> we have four hours. <laughs> hey, bro. I'm trying to piss too. <laughs> I'm off for next. Now. Yes, Reach, reaching your, now, I will probably leave some parts out. We took a break to take a piss. We're back here for the last segment of the again. podcast. Um, now, as, as as you got older, you became an adult. You yes, know your, your college years. I know that yeah, there's this a is few Louisville talk now. We back to Louisville. Louisville. Oh, so this shit followed you all the way to Louisville. Dumb, bro. And I, I want to make a point at the end that right, I, I right. just thought about. Go ahead, do your thing. Anyway, so now I'm in Louisville, right? <clears throat> like I said, finally took a break a little bit. And like I was saying, I never thought I, I, I never felt like I live in a haunted place. You can just sense when shit's not right. Shit's off. It's like the other people on the podcast talk about they walk into a room. She get cold. Yeah. There's some times where you're like, I know some shit is not right. And that's when I felt on that run and all that shit. Like you just know, like it could be somebody else here or something else. Yeah. So where this story takes us now is I'm in college and. I'm at the end. I'm, I'm probably a senior now, living off of campus. I I used to mess with this girl. We were on and off the whole time I was in college. White girl. Crazy, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no disrespect. But, but yeah, it was, disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. disrespect. <laughs> but it, it was a it was a toxic, like they, what they say now, a toxic relationship. Like, we shouldn't have been together with everybody. Toxica. Yeah, a toxica. She got, she got me. She got me in the grip, bro. What's um, but, yeah, <laughs> but it was to the point where, like, I'm damn near about to graduate. Like, I had been in that bullshit for so long that 
at this point, I just didn't give a fuck anymore. Like, we, we were still fucking with each other, but, like, it was like, bro, I don't really claim you. You can claim me or whatever, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, I don't give a fuck. So, I'm about to graduate. I think I'm somebody. I was... We were together, but I was not giving a fuck. Jeez. I'm getting lit every day, not telling her shit. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it goes back to, like we were saying, like knowing about like accepting different things, spirits and shit like that. And also, like my Catholic beliefs. And like I knew what the fuck I was doing was wrong, but I didn't give a fuck. So like for me, a big thing is like evil don't got to be the devil. Evil don't got to be like demonic. Evil is just... Knowing you do something wrong, accepting it, and saying, I don't give a shit and doing it anyways. Yeah. And if it excites you, that's, for me, that's evil incarnate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 100%. That's 100%. Like, demon time is, like, it's demon, demon time, time baby. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I'm fucking, I'm a, I'm a yeah, real shit. Yeah, you know I be feeling like that when I'm doing drugs. And yeah, like, you like, cause it's, you, yeah, exactly. And you're like, as soon as you hit that bitch, you're like, I'm going, I want some more. Yeah, yeah, and If yeah, that was yeah. it, yeah. I, I bet I'd do better. Like, I, I could do some more. Like, yeah, yeah. so I was at that point, so like, I was messing with that girl, but I was just fucking. I was demon town. I was about to graduate college. Fucking everything. I'm from the east side of Aurora. I'm about to graduate. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm about to graduate college, bitch. I'm going to come back and stun on everybody. Like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, that bitch ain't going to tell me nothing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, yeah, eh, not you. So, like, <laughs> yeah, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got to a point, bro. That I, I was like, I was a real deal demon. Like, if, it, if anything was evil, it was me. I was talking to her however I felt. If she was crying, give a fuck. She broke down on the side of the street. Don't care. Call somebody shit. else. Yeah. <laughs> for real, nigga. <laughs> like, call Uber. You got nothing to do with me. <laughs> hey, call your ass to Uber. I got somewhere to be. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I didn't, bro, I was saying, I didn't give a fuck. And the, the worst part about it is I knew when I, I loved it. Oh, you were yeah, 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 I was a demon, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I loved it. I was like... <laughs> him off the five gummies. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> said, whatever happens from here on out, it's the gummies. It was a meat. It was yeah. a gummy. Yeah. Talk <laughs> to the gummy representative because they ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, so like. Custom yeah. <laughs> Get me straight <laughs> to the bitch. <laughs> That's where I was at. So I was going out, living my life, coming back, laying with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, do whatever. So at this point, like I said, I was living off campus, but she stayed on campus, right? So where the story starts is it got to a point where I was so caught up in me and looking forward to what I could do that day or that night. That was fucked up. Like, what can I do fucked up today? Oh, wow. What, how, fun, what, what kind of fun can I get into today, right? That, like, I was starting to have these fucked up dreams. Like, I couldn't even tell you what they were, but it was like, when you wake up from a fucked up dream and you're scared, and you're like, fuck. That felt a little too real. That was fucked up. or That was scary. Or that's a nightmare. Yeah. It got to the point where she started having these fucked up dreams. But she would only have them the nights that I stayed with her. And it got to a point where she was like, bro, I'm having these fucked up dreams. Like, real fucked up. I'm like, oh, what was it? I'm like, oh, stupid ass dream, whatever. That's a point where she was like, scared all the time. She's like, I only have them when you lay with me in my bed. I'm like, I've been having them too. (laughs) It's funny because I have them too. And it got to a point, like, this is the fucked up part. It got to a point where, like, I would, like, take off my shirt and I would have scratches on my back. After these fucked up dreams, three scratches in places that I can't reach scratching. Like, even if I was, like, scratching myself in the middle of the night, there was no way I could. And there were always three scratches in, like, a straight line that would happen, like, multiple times. And she's like, how the fuck you get these scratches on your back? And I'm like, good dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you tell me, bitch. <laughs> 
No, but it was like it was fucked up, bro. And I'm like, so you having these fucked up dreams? I'm having these fucked up dreams. I'm doing this fucked up shit, but we only having them when we're together. And now we got all these random shit happening. I'm like, this is kind of fuck. It got to the point where she was like, should we like talk to a priest? Like it was getting like we were oh, ha- really? we were scared talking to each other when we were awake. Like oh, it was fucked. And she was like, maybe we should go. T-. And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, probably, but no. <laughs> I'm not finna do it. I'm on demon time. I'm <laughs> talking to a priest. <laughs> hey, no, hey, who, who can nobody can save me? <laughs> I'm too far gone, bitch. <laughs> I'm so far gone, baby. No, but then, so this is where shit got fucked up. So got to the point where I had like super anxiety. And the house I was living in, I lived upstairs again. And I had my own like private bathroom, like a full bathroom in my room. So I never had to come downstairs if I didn't have to. It got to the point where I was like freaked out all the time. And like everything just fell off when I was in my room, like taking a shower and shit. Like I'd be sudden up my shampoo in my regimen. It would be to a point where, like, when I close my eyes to rinse out, I would freak out, like, in a scary movie, somebody's behind the fucking curtain. I'm like, I couldn't even close my eyes to rinse out because I was freaking out all the time. Like, what the fuck? And it fell off every time I was by myself at home and shit. It just, everything fell off, right? So where things got crazy was one night I was by myself in my room. And I couldn't sleep for, like, weeks. And I'm like, bro. The first thing that happened was... My mom, I told you, she's in tune with this shit, right? She randomly texts me. She don't. She texts me if she needs something or if I need something, but she don't just be hitting me up. She does now, now that I'm older, because she's getting older, so she wants to tap in with us. But like, she would never text me when I was in college. She randomly texts me. She goes, "Is everything okay?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Are you treating that girl okay?" She's like, "Are you being an asshole to her?" And I was like, "And my my that girl, she didn't." She didn't talk to my mom like that. It wasn't like they would text about nothing. It wasn't like that. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, mom, everything's straight. She's like, okay, I just want to make sure. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that's fucking weird, bro. Like, yeah, you don't text did, me about shit. How did you know I was treating her uh, like yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, I was like, bro. And like, the, even because, like I said, it was a toxic relationship. She never hit my mom. Like, if she would have hit my mom, it wouldn't take four years to hit her up. Yeah. Awesome <laughs> bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what the fuck? But this is probably the most fucked up story I have. So one night I went to sleep, right? And I'm I'm dreaming. I had this dream I was back at Marmion and whoever's listening still <laughs> at this point. Uh Marmion used to be a boarding academy, like a boarding school, like you see on TV. They used to have kids from like different countries, kids from DeKalb, kids from far in Illinois just come to go to the school. Um and the dorms are run by they call it prefix. Prefix, I believe is the name. Prefix? Prefix. That's it's, the word before a suffix, right? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a prefix. What are they called? Uh, anyway, it's a word, something like that. They have a name for somebody that runs the dorms. So they, they monitor the dorms. It's like when you watch Harry Potter and they get seated into their rooms of fucking Gryffindor and shit. Yeah, like the, yeah. Like, the, like, the, like, the, like the RA, right? Yeah, it's like an RA. So, like, I think it's called prefix. Something like that. Anyways. So they have a, they actually have a building at Marmion that used to be a dorm. It's got these stairs that go up and you're on one floor and they go back up the other way. You get to another floor. Now it's converted to just open rooms. They used to be like, they're like the resting rooms and shit now. So I had a dream that I'm walking with one of my homies and we're walking with one of our friends and we're walking through the campus and we get to the dorms. We're walking up and down and we get into this room, right? And the kid that was like leading us around the campus, we get into the room 
and he turns around and he's got a different face now. And I'm like, what my... the fuck? But it's not like a scary face or anything. But so like in my dream, he was one of my like classmates. But when he turned around, he was a different classmate. But in my dream, that classmate that he turned into was a kid that in my dream had died in our school. So I'm like, how the fuck did you, are you this kid that's dead, right? Uh-huh. But it's not somebody that was dead in real life, just dead in my dream. Yeah. That I, in my dream, I knew he was dead. Yeah. And when he turned around, he was wearing the same fucking cloak, um, like Obi-Wan Kenobi, like the monks wear in my school. The oh. fucking hood, and they, they go like this and shit. Oh, yeah. And he like took a couple steps back, and I'm like, bro, this you being crazy. <laughs> This dude went like this, and then he started glowing blue, like like a halo, but it was like an outline, like glowing blue. I'm like, this is fucking weird. And as soon as I was like, this is weird, I woke up, and I'm in my room. Like, I'm awake now. I'm in my bedroom, and that motherfucker's in my room, glowing blue in the corner. And I hadn't drank. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke nothing. So, like, it's not like I'm off the shit, and I fell asleep, and I'm having a trippy dream. This motherfucker's in my room. And at the same time, as I realize I'm like, I'm fucking awake now, I feel like I'm in like a, t- like a wind tunnel, like a vacuum. All I feel is like wind blowing on me, like like a super fan. Like I'm getting sucked to my bed and I'm looking and this motherfucker is just staring at me in this fucking like monk outfit, glowing blue. And I'm like, this is a fucked up dream. Like, this is, but I'm not, it's not like a scary dream. I'm just like, why the fuck is my dream happening in real life? Like, I know I can't move. I can't speak like sleep paralysis, but it's not a scary sleep paralysis. It's just like. I can't move and I feel all this fucking super wind and I'm like, what the fuck? And this dude's here. And then out of fucking nowhere, I hear this demonic ass voice. And he says to me, he says, anything you were ever taught or ever knew about me is real. He said, everything you were ever told, everything you ever heard about me, it's real. And I'm just sitting there like, who the fuck am I talking to right now? And he says it again. He's like, everything you ever heard and were ever told, that shit's real. And then as soon as he says that, the wind stops, everything stops, that motherfucker disappears, and I can move. Nigga! Bro. My last Edward. Bro, it wasn't a dream. I'm saying, like, you would know you have a dream. You wake up from a dream. You know, like, you wake up in the middle of the night, you check your phone. It wasn't a fucking dream, bro. I was in my room staring at this motherfucker. I'm like, and he wasn't scary looking. It wasn't like, it was just this weird fucking little monk dude glowing, glowing blue. But he's glowing blue in my room. And I feel all this wind. I can't move. And then this motherfucker just starts talking to me. And he's like, bro, everything you ever heard, that shit's real, bro. Dead ass. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I woke up and I just sat there for like an hour or two. I couldn't fall back asleep. And I was like, damn, maybe I should fucking chill out. Start getting my shit right. So I started to. And I was like, bro, I can't avoid this shit no more. This is obviously something is trying to say something. I got my mom's text me random shit, like yeah. all this weird shit. I get weird dreams, scratches and shit. And I'm like, fuck dude, like you gotta get your shit right. So like in the weeks after that, I'm like still scared. I'm like, fuck, who, who am I going to tell about this shit? This dumb ass dream. I get, who am I going to tell? Nobody's going to believe me. I'm like, I don't, I really want to go talk to a priest. Like it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> She's not that bad. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to rationalize the shit that happened to you, right? I mean, you're probably a good guy. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> it could be worse, right? The last fucked up shit that ever, well, not, not really ever happened to me, but that, like the last fucked up shit that happened to me was probably within the same month. I was still in school as a senior in college. I had a, I had a dope schedule, so I go to class like 
8 to 10.30, and then I have, like, a 1 to 2 class, and then I have a break, and then I'll come back for, at, like, 4 and have a class for, like, 45 minutes, and I'm done for the day. So I have these big breaks, and I'm chilling. So I live close to campus to where I could leave and go take a fat-ass nap, come back to campus, or skip the class, where the fuck I want to do, right? So one day, I'm like, fuck it. Oh, shit. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go back home, take a nap. I'm tired as fuck. So I go back, and I take a nap, right? And I'm, it's, like, broad daylight. It's, like, 2 p.m. Same room. I go and I start sleeping. I take. I finally fall asleep, and I have a dream. And I'm back at the Sims house, Ooh. in the attic. Oh, in the attic. So the way the attic worked was we, like I said, we had a normal stairwell. It it was like ten steps up, a flat, big flat platform, like a flat stair, mm. two little steps, and then it comes back the other way, like four steps. Mm. So you had to walk up and then up, and then you're in the room. Okay. Boom. So I'm walking around that little L shape, right? Comedy bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. County bar. Yeah. So I'm walking down, and as I come around to look down, and it goes into the kitchen, I know where I'm at. I'm like, I'm at Sim Street. In the dream, I see my sister. She's on the platform as I'm coming down. As I'm getting to her, she goes to walk down the steps, and she falls down the steps. And I'm like, fuck, I can't save my sister. And when that happened, she's, like, breaking bones and shit, right? What? Like, she's, like, getting hurt. And I'm like, fuck, dude, that's my little sister. And she gets to the bottom of the staircase, and I walk towards her, and she does that scary movie shit where she starts fucking, does the like the the scorpion thing where her fucking legs go from behind her like up and around her, and she's fucking walking towards me up the steps, and I'm like, this is a fucked up dream. And as soon as she's about to get to me, and I'm freaking out, I'm laying on my side, my eyes open, and I'm like, damn, that's scary. And as soon as I realize I'm awake, I realize I can't move. I'm like. And as soon as I realize that, the wind shit starts happening. Oh! Bro. Oh! And I can, I'm in my room. Now I'm like staring at the wall. The wind shit's happening. And it's like 2 p.m. Broad daylight. And I'm like, so this shit could happen whenever it needs to happen. Whenever this motherfucker wants it, this shit to happen. Didn't say nothing. This wind shit happened. It was kind of. And then it stopped. And I, could, I sat up in my bed at fucking 2 p.m. And I was like, I got to stop this shit, bro. Nigga. And that, that was it. Uh, What'd you do? <laughs> I stopped bullshitting, bro. Yeah. I was like, bro, you, you're too old to be fuck Like, I was like 22 at the time. Like, bro, you got to fucking, you got to start like living yeah. right, living right. Get your Damn, shit right. Like, bro, that, that's fucking insane. But okay. Now, do you think that that person who showed up with the wind, you know, the, in the blue glow, do you think that was a good person or do you think that so was So that's bad the thing I, I was thinking about, right? I don't know. It might have not been the devil. You know what I'm saying? It might have been somebody like, what can I do to show this motherfucker get his, get right? You know what I'm saying? Do you think I don't think mom- I need to know. I don't know. That's the other thing. I never asked. Like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't I never asked and never told her none of this shit. I feel like your mom's involved, bro. Bro, that's, when she texted me that shit, I was like, I feel like your mom, she knows more. Some she, knows some, she knows some more shit than she wants to tell me. And but she- like, like, the, the witch shit? Like, she's told me, like, my uncle, her brother, is married to a lady. Her mom's a witch. And she, my mom said that they went over one time. She was there, and she was telling her about the the walls in her house we live in now, what color they are, and where shit's at in her house. And this lady has never left the island. My mom was like, what the fuck? Because she's a witch. And she's like, your life's good. Your kids are good. She's like, I can tell you right now, your fucking your bathroom's painted red, and your living room's painted pink. And she's like, how the fuck this lady has never seen my house notice shit? Like... 
they're in tune on some shit we would never know, bro. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think I think I think um, I don't know about ghosts randomly popping up in people's yeah. houses like ooh, but I think people who practice that that shit who practice that shit that's fierce, bro. Bring that's, it up to the rest. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Like so, like that's the thing I learned. The other thing, okay, so when it stopped, one thing I did was, and I don't know if this made it, it made sense to me. I literally would, I stood in my bathroom because that's where I was like most freaked out because that's where I had to close my eyes and shit. I would be like, bro, whatever's happening here, like, I understood, I understand my faults and what I'm doing wrong. Like, out loud, I would say this. I'm like, if it's gauche or if it's whatever, bro, like, I'm not fucking with you. Like, I'm not messing with you. It's whatever you got doing got nothing to do with me. If you were a ghost and you live here, this is a situational thing for me, bro. Like, I don't want to live here in this broke ass house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just have to. I'm only here for the time being. If that's what you're mad about, sorry. I'm not going to fuck with your shit. I'm not here to mess with you. And, like, shit started chilling out. And, like, nothing really happened after that. Now, what's the point you talked about wanting to make? You talk about wanting to So, I thought about this because I was listening to the other podcast. One thing I realized is, I think this is a rule. You seen Jumanji before? Yes. You know why Jumanji didn't stop, right? Like, in the movie, he gets sucked into the game. You know why he didn't stop, right? No. To f- For all the shit to stop, you have to play the game out. You got to finish the game. So, I'm pretty sure one of the rules of the Ouija board is you have to open the game up, and you have to close the game out. You have to say goodbye. You have to, end- yeah. you have to say, like, all right, we're done. We're getting out of here. Goodbye. And I think, that's- I think it says hi and goodbye. You have to close the bitch out. I don't know if we ever closed that game out, bro. Okay, if somebody gave you the opportunity today, how would I know that? How would I know I was closing that same game out? I don't know if it has to be the same board or nothing, and I don't know if we didn't close the game out. Okay, if somebody came up to you and told you we close the game out, we're gonna close the game out. <laughs> Fuck no, I ain't going back, bitch. You're not. You're not. No, I'll let that shit ride. I'd rather let the shit ride out than go back into that situation. Okay. Okay. What would you do? I don't know, man. If somebody can guarantee me like this is gonna end, but here, yeah. I think for my situation, like I said, because the other stories that I listen to on the podcast, there's some fucked up shit, like some real fucked up shit. My shit was scary and pretty fucked up, but like not to where I'm like, ah, I'm fucked. Like my life's fucked. No, it was just like shit that happened. Like, so it's not something I'm like, I got to close this game out. I'm I'm fucked. No, it's just like, it is what it is. Like I have a good perspective and understanding on the shit now that it's just like respect those things and hopefully respect you back. Also, don't go looking for that shit. Mm-hmm. Bro, that shit ain't worth it. No, that bad. shit that you can... It's, it's, if you want it's, to see, it's if not you, tangible shit. You can't control that. It's like yeah, a fucking hurricane or a tornado. The best thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to see it. Yeah, it's going to cheek you out, and bro. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> gonna you're never going to get the one-up hand on these this things, the spirit, this other yeah. world that's out there. Well, yeah, exactly. What you going to do? They, nothing. It's going to always have, like you said, a one-up on you. Know, for yeah. what? Clout? To tell people? Like... You gonna come yeah. on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you gonna come on the podcast? Yeah, oh, fuck man. that. All right, man. Well, fucking, this is by far the <laughs> long, the longest episode we've ever recorded. Probably, where, where are we at right now? Two hours and Jesus twenty minutes. Jesus Christ, bro! So I know we're probably gonna cut off like ten minutes, maybe less. So it's over two hours long, the longest podcast I've ever done. I don't think I would have rather done it with anybody else, man. You kept me entertained the whole time. Appreciate it, man. It was a great episode. Um, People, it might take you guys a day or two to listen to the whole thing, but 
It's going to be worth it at the end, man. Thank you for coming through. You brought two 12-packs. You already know. We're already in it. We're getting faded. We're, we getting, out. we're making a night out of this That's shit. it for us. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, thank, thank, thank you so nah, much bro, for thank you for having me, man. And thank you for coming. Now, where I don't know if you want to or not. I know you got a girl and shit, but if you promote your socials, man, yeah, where, yeah, where can people find you at, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm on Twitter. YouTube, my play. Twitter, uh, Instagram, same, same social. It's Mr. 630. That's Mr. S-I-X number 3-O-H. You thirsty okay. thoughts, don't hit me up. Thirsty. Your mamas could hit me, though. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Thirsty thoughts, mamas. All right, man. You guys have a great week. We talked about everything, man. Shout out my homie Manny Rodriguez coming by. Shout out my homie JV throwing up all over himself. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to my homegirl, May. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your ass at home. <laughs> exactly, man. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in to the spooky season of the Talk of My Shit podcast. It was a great time. It was a great time. I'm glad that it's done. That's it, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's done, too. I'm glad it's done, scary shit no more, man. But please share the podcast wherever you can. By the time I come back, all the Laugh Factory shows and everything would already be passed. So I'll let you guys know how all that shit went uh, next week. You guys have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>